The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Hello, Paul Cooney here on Go Radio. It's Friday night, and tonight with me in the studio, Cy Ferry and the former Rangers in Australia player. We're delighted to have him with us, Craig Moore. Craig, thanks for joining us. Woo-hoo. Delighted to be here. Cy, yes. two, two last night, you're happy. Yeah, I've tipped them for the semi-finals, so you I'm not did. as daft as I look. Uh, both made light work, I thought. Both quite comfortable, so um, looking good for Celtic and Rangers this year. Great for Scotland as well. Yep. Sarajevo nil, Celtic one. They went through, and just hours later, Rangers 2, Galatasaray 1. It was 2-0 until the last few moments. So they're both through into the draw today, and as you now know, uh, in Group D, Rangers are matched with Benfica. That's a really, really big one. Standard Liège and Lech Poznan. And for Celtic, well, everyone's saying this is the toughest. AC Milan, Sparta Prague and Lille. Wow, it's a hard group for Celtic. Um, I don't think AC Milan are the team that, that they once were. I think Lazio finished 12 points ahead of them last year. Celtic beat Lazio last year. I think the group's doable for Celtic. I think Celtic can get through it. Lille would maybe be the team that finishes top, but second spot, definitely a play for. They do have, they do have Zlatan. Yeah, yeah, Zlatan's yeah, done, yeah, they do have Zlatan. Big Duffy will slap Zlatan a bit. Big Shane Duffy will slap him a bit. Zlatan is on his way. 39 years old tomorrow, but uh, Craig, how would you feel about coming up against him? Ah, look, he's yeah. a, he's a character, isn't he? Uh, he would be fantastic to play against. He's always going to think he's the best player, um, not only in that team but in the world. But uh, <laughs> that's, that's what we love about him. Uh, by the way, big man would have him. He, he'd, he'd rattle him a bit. <laughs> I remember this honestly. See, as yeah. a kid, I can remember watching like Scott Sport or Sports scene, and my dad saying, "I remember it. That Craig Moore is one dirty." Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're almost to play a bit of football. You're kind of the same age, aren't you? You're 44, and he's what 39 tomorrow. So there's oh, there's yeah, not that much in it. Almost like uh, a bit more grey. <laughs> you haven't changed at all. Great. Ali's with us as well, and we talked about uh, top players, top commentator Rob McLean's with us as well. Rob, good evening. Hi Paul, how are you? Yeah, we're good, thanks, because Ali, we've uh, almost got the full card, but we've lost one of the matches tonight. Yes, unfortunately, you might be aware that Kelly are having um, slight COVID problems at the moment. We wish everybody well and safe, but they were supposed to be taking on Motherwell tonight. That's been postponed. Aberdeen, St Mirren, which is, of course where you're heading to, Rob, if not already there. Dundee United, Livingston, and then Hibs are Easter Road taking on Hamilton Ackies. All 7.45 kickoffs tonight. Rob, great to see you last night. Celtic going through, Rangers too, and uh, that's quite a draw today. First of all, what about Rangers? Yeah, I think um, I think Rangers have got a pretty good draw there. Um, I think we, we tend to overreact probably a bit to the draw be- yeah. because uh, you know, in all reality, uh, our knowledge of these individual teams, where they're at, uh, how good they are at the moment, it's until you do a bit of in-depth research, it's pretty difficult to say, to be honest. Because while some of them are really big established names, you just don't know how they how they lie. I mean, AC Milan are, are, are a great example of that at the moment. There, there's a reason that they're in third pot of seats, uh, but obviously a big name, a, a scary name in many ways. But I think that, I mean, Sai's already spoken on the show earlier in the week um, about the prospects of Celtic and Rangers going to the, the quarterfinals, semifinals, getting really deep into the competition. I'm with him. I, I think if, if Celtic and Rangers continue on that upward curve, um, I can see them you know, getting through the groups and going a bit further as well. Yeah, spot on, Rob. That's the first time you've ever agreed with me, isn't it? <laughs> Possibly <laughs> last. Yeah. Uh, Rob, I'm always fascinated by this. Uh, have you stopped at a garage on your way up? I'm, I haven't as yet, but have you got any recommendations? <laughs> against us, get, get yourself against us and, uh, oh, what will I say, a, a Coke Zero because you're looking a bit heavy recently. <gasps> oh. Other fizzy drinks are available like Fanta and Sprite. <laughs> I'm only joining, Rob. Actually, sorry, I bumped into Michael Gardine's uncle 
on the way up, so he was asking after you, Derek, do you know him? Yes, I do know him, he's a good guy, isn't he? He is, yes. He, he wasn't saying the same about you. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, we'll hear from you later in the programme. Rob McLean, who will be bringing us up to date with things uh, tonight. We've got Aberdeen, St Mirren, Dundee United, Livingston, Hibs against Hamilton Aikies. As Ali was saying, then COVID has taken the Kilmarnock game. I wonder why it's off, but St Mirren wasn't a few weeks ago. Well, I think it's six players though, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's too many. And it's killed us as well because we're we're trying to get two Kilmarnock players on loan for Peter Head. Mm. So we spoke to Kilmarnock today and the worrying thing for us is that I, think, I don't think any of the boys have really showed any symptoms. No one's been ill. Um, and our worry is that, obviously, we're part-time and boys are working. We're going to play Dundee United on Saturday. We're getting tested on Tuesday. So if these guys who have been in a bubble are, are testing positive, then it's more than likely that us guys who are working, going to work, then going to training, you know, it's more than likely that we'll, we'll be getting tested positive as well, which, you know, God knows what's going to happen to the League Cup if, if that happens. Yeah, and look, obviously the safety the safety of the players is, is the most important thing here and how, how this yes, is managed. Uh, yes, <laughs> but, but, but the, the impact potentially on scheduling mm. uh, as well. Um, so that so could, what would you do then, big man? Just scrap the competition? Uh, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's, it's day by day and we, we, we keep coming up with uh, or running into new challenges. So, mm. it's, look, it, it's tough. It's tough to uh, know the best solutions because mm. it, it, it's changing so rapidly. So yeah. what do you think? Give us a call, 0808 17 17 700. It's really difficult conundrum. Who knows what's best? 0808 17 17 700. Or you can text GO with your message, 87474, and GO Football Show on all the socials. So last night, first of all then, into Europe. Let's go to, well, Celtics win last night. Afterwards, we spoke to Neil Lennon, his assessment of the one-goal victory. Uh, we were fantastic, you know, and thoroughly deserved the win. I'm so, so happy. Happy for the players and happy for the club. The source of frustration is, you know, going out of the Champions League. And there's no question there's been a hangover from that. You know, since then we've won seven in a row. It's another great performance away from home and a clean sheet. And it opens up the season for us. We've got a lot to look forward to now. Yeah, again, I think it's just typical Celtic this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they, they played all right, you know, without creating too many chances. You know, they dominated possession. Uh, I just think when Ajeti doesn't play, they didn't create as many chances. You know, I think when Edward's up there, because what happens is you want when these teams are sitting against you, it's tough. Mm. You want as many creative players on the pitch as possible, but what you also want to guard against is getting caught in the counter attack, like what happened against Sarajevo. So I think that's why the likes of Taylor plays, you know, Brown plays ninety minutes every time away in Europe. And what ends up happening is because teams know that when Edward's playing, Celtic try and force everything through the middle. Mm-hmm. Because when Yeti is not there, the ball goes wide and it doesn't go in the box. Because they know that Edward's not going to be in the box. He's going to come at the edge of the box. Greg Taylor uh, ends up getting the ball and passing it back to be quite a lot. So I just think when Yeti is not playing, Celtic struggle to create chances. Um, and what happens is they end up trying to force it through the middle. And it's easier for teams to defend. They go very one-dimensional for me. So the quicker they can get a striker up with Edward, the better for me. Is, whether it be Griffiths or whether it be a Yeti. Craig Moore, who would have believed that people would be talking about another striker? I mean, you know, everyone wants, every Celtic fan would want Edward to stay. But as Yeti, people are beginning to take him to their hearts for what they've seen from him. He's getting goals. Yeah, no, look, very much so. And look, when you sign for for the big two up here, yep. the expectation is you come in and, and you score goals. Um, so look, that that pressure is is on the player but it, it is as I touched on it it's it's good to have a variety to your yeah. your, your your game style uh, and if you become predictable uh, certainly at that higher level mm-hmm. uh, you know teams will will cope and deal with that um, comfortably and and sometimes you end up trying to score a little bit the too nice the goal. perfect yeah. goal the mm-hmm. perfect goal so you definitely need players that that, that complement one another um, and you know and have good partnerships so 
Because uh-huh. see for a certain half Big man When I watched the game last night Edward dropped so deep And he's, yeah. he's Celtic's highest player See for a certain half That's where you want him uh, Happy it? days Happy days yeah. I mean he can go as deep as he likes He, he ends up going Bypass your, your midfield Keep your shape um, yeah. But you're quite happy for, for that type of player to, to, to drop that deep If you're a defender Playing against that Yeah because when Ajeti comes on He goes and plays right up Against the centre back yeah. And that then gives the rest of the players more space to go and play the football. And again, I feel sorry for Greg Taylor, you know, because he's no he's not a guy that when he gets the ball he can go and beat his beat a fullback. He's a left back playing left mid mm. because Celtic have got so much possession. And, and when Ajeti is there, he can get the ball at his feet and he can put it in the box because he knows that Ajeti is going to be in there. And as I said, what ends up happening is he ends up playing back, and you're easy to play against. These yeah. teams, you know, they're decent teams. They've got good coaches. They're well set up, you know. They're, they're no bad players, and as I say, they can catch you on the counter attack. So you also need to be wary of that. So it is tough. So three days, five hours, forty minutes to go to the transfer deadline closes, and Jim White will be joining us on Monday. Is he? Uh, yeah, Jim. Oh, he'll always come on, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a choice, and he doesn't know back about to my it. Scott but... Sport days. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, brilliant. So, Jim White here. Uh, sure, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Looking good, Sai. So will he be telling us that there are any major transfers out of Celtic? I don't think so. No, I think I think Lenny spoke yes today was it and said yep. that uh, it looks like they're all going to stay. Uh, do you know? I think I think on Edward. You know, I think there will have been clubs such as Brighton, Southampton, maybe that that would want to come for Edward. And I think the reason that the big clubs haven't is maybe because, as I've said before, he's record in Europe. I remember interviewing Ronnie Dyla. You know, and he said that he spoke to Man City, Liverpool about Van Dijk when he was at Celtic. He said you should take this guy, and their reply was he hasn't done it in Europe yet. You know, I think if Edward goes now and has a, a great Europe, Europa League, goes and rips up, then the big clubs will come calling. I just don't think he's at the stage now that he'll leave Celtic to go to Brighton or Southampton. I think if he is going to leave Celtic, how important this year is, it would have to be for an Arsenal or a Liverpool or a top six team. I just didn't see him leaving this important year to go to Southampton. And that's not going to happen. You know? no. like if, we're being, if we're being honest, at that level, it, it's not going to, to happen. I mean... Been an Australian, I'm quite interested and have followed the journey of of Tom Rogic. Yeah, uh, I know there's been a lot of speculation. Uh, I think that the recent speculation was was Qatar, mm. uh, possibly. I mean, look, I would love to see him in, involved more because he's a fantastic talent. Um, he does have this stigma of a 67 70 minute player. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, obviously every coach and manager has has their take their take on things, but. I, I do believe if he was given an opportunity to knock out ninety minutes on a regular basis, he has the he has the ability mentally. I, I think a lot of people don't know mentally how strong this this kid is. Mm. I've seen it very very early doors when he was unfortunate to miss out in the two thousand and fourteen World Cup. He had an injury um, that he was carrying. He never said a word. He was swollen Voltaire and like like Smarties yeah. uh, just to try and was he? Yeah. just to try and, and make sure that he was in that squad. So mentally, yeah. he's very very tough. And and on his day, we know how talented he is. But he looks like he's going to be he's going to be here as well for the right. future. But it's just yep. it's, it's just strange to me because you know El Yunusi's now playing that role as well that Rodjick plays. Yep. You know you've got and he's Cam, improving and he's improving. I think that's his best position. Mm. I thought he done well last night. Yep. Him and Edward linked up well. I just can't see where Tom Rodjick's going to get in the team. You know you think if El Yunusi drops out, Christie goes in there. Mm-hmm. If Christie drops out and yep. Cham goes in there, and I just think. Tom Rogic, for Tom Rogic's sake, I think it would be best for him to, to maybe try so to get away. He needs to, get to, look, he needs to play, and if it's not going to be yeah. at Celtic and they can come up with a, an agreement, then he's got to, he's got to find a situation. I think that um, works for all. 
Yeah. All right. And Turnbull's in now as well, Paul. Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, Christie got an assist last night. You've been saying about him all season. He was going to be a stick at the beginning. Not now, I don't think. The Celtic fans, what do you reckon? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. We're going to come back to that. There's loads to talk about and to talk about the draw. And for Rangers then last night, so just an hour or two later, they were 2 0 up. It ended up 2 1, but I think it was comfortable, especially in the second half. But who cares what I think? What about Steven Gerrard? Yeah, very pleased. Obviously, big night for the football club, which is the most important thing, especially in, in the current climate. Uh, but look, to a man, the players were, were outstanding. We gave them a game plan, but they have to go out and individually and collectively carry it out. And it's a bit nervy at the end, as you can imagine, when they've scored, but I think we thoroughly deserved our victory. Craig Moore, what did you feel about Rangers last night? Well, I think you said the word comfortable. Uh, and, and look, that was, I mean... Seen the, the game also against Willem Tway and, and probably not as good a side yet. They had more opportunities against Rangers, yet we kept a clean sheet. Um, but look, last night I thought Rangers were very impressive. I thought they, they started the game in, the, in, in the, the right manner in terms of intensity and didn't allow Galatasaray to get settled because you allow these teams to get settled and get into any mm. kind of rhythm. Um, you know, Obviously, the width of, of, of Barisic and, and Tavani caused issues all night. Um, in midfield, I thought Kamara was excellent. Our field, uh, I, I love watching this boy because he, he's just got, got a desperation to get into the box and, and score goals. Probably the only midfield player yeah. aside from Rangers yeah. that, that, that can do that. Um, I thought it was a really, really positive performance. Galatasaray, as you would expect, had a spell in, in the first half uh, once the game had kind of settled a little bit. So there were a little bit of a concern that Rangers hadn't got that goal at that stage. Yeah. But I think coming out second half, they get their two and, and were quite comfortable in the end, although it was a nervy ending to Just the at match. the end, yeah. Mm. I think Rangers are really suited to playing in Europe. I do. I think the game's a lot more tactical. I think teams sit off them. You know, in the SPL, I think teams want to get in their face. And I think what, what Craig says is spot on. I think Kamara especially, Europe really suits him. Mm-hmm. You know, he looks like a proper good footballer in Europe, uh, Kamara. And what I like about Rangers is they've mixed their game up now. Mm-hmm. You know, Last year I thought they were very much everyone coming at the ball all the time. Mm-hmm. Whereas last night you see the first goal, it comes for Golden hitting a sixty-yard diagonal to Barisic. Yeah. They win a throw and they then go and play from there. Uh, and and they're well coached. You can see yeah. that, can't yeah. you? I mean yeah. the rotations they get on the ball are the second goal is brilliant. Seven it. passes and you've scored the goal against Galatasaray. You know yeah. that's worked on. That's not just by chance. But it's just it's that variety, and that's what you were talking about in terms of Celtic as well. Because you need to be able to go long at times. Because yeah. what that does is it stretches the game, and all of a sudden defenders can't play or, or don't necessarily want to play that high line. They drop a little bit deeper, and all of a sudden you're, you know, your your higher players in midfield have got a little bit more space and time. Your players like Kent and Haji, who yeah. I mean, Kent's mm-hmm. at the at the top of his game right now. Haji still. Working his way into things. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the way Rangers are playing, you know, it's easy on the eye, isn't it? Mm. I mean, as I say, great to watch. What, and what yep. I like about Rangers is with the rotations they get on the ball, it's not to keep pointless possession. They're moving to try and Purpose. get Haji and Kent on the ball as quick as possible. And like Craig says, when the ball goes to day two, there's runners off the ball now. Barisic's running in behind, Arfield's running in behind, Tavernier's running in behind, and, and they're creating a lot of chances and they're playing good football. And the good thing for Rangers as well, for me, Craig, I don't know what you think, but Rangers are winning games without Manelos playing. At the top of his game, he's still at top level, I think. No, no, very much so. And I think the <clears throat> a game for for a player like Itton, for example, mm. who it was seemed to be a player that was trying really, really hard, and 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 that goal, that moment, not happening for him. Obviously, that's changed yep. to bang, bang, and and that is important because I think if Rangers are going to be heavily reliant on Morelos and Morelos only this year, they'll come up short again. Yeah, definitely. Mm. That's what they're. they're that's what they needed. Yep. Rangers last year needed more people to chip in with goals, and they're getting it this year. It's As Craig now. says, Scott yep. Arfield, I mean, he's in the form of his life. Yep. That's Cy Ferry, Craig Moore with Ali Defoy and me, Paul Cooney. 
talking about last night and looking forward to the Europa League. We got the draw today, it's exciting. But afterwards, last night, Stephen Gerrard, it was on Rangers TV, so you've got Graham Souness and Walter Smith on as well. And, uh, and Alec McLeish managed to watch it from his house. He did, I heard him <laughs> on a programme here with you, Ali, and with Rob. So he was asked, what's the aim though for the team for this season? The key for me is to make sure that we're having a good nights come May. Very important European football, but for me it's about success in May. That's the most important thing. But if we keep performing like we did tonight and keep moving uh, this group of players forward and adding the right players to it, uh, maybe we can. Silverware, Craig, that's what he's talking about, isn't it? To win his first trophy as manager. And, and look, as great a job as Steven Gerrard has uh, done since he's come into the club, he will be judged on yeah. winning trophies. Mm. He knows that. Yeah. He know, he, everyone uh, knows the situation. So, look, it's a massive, massive year. We know that they've, they've done well and in terms of the European football. Uh, maybe it does suit them a little bit better. But, you know, week in, week out in the, in the, in the Scottish League, it's a cup final every week. Everything mm. that plays yeah. against you, they're right up for it. And... Do you have the ability to, to, even when you're not at the best grind out the results? Now, there have been a few concerns already this season, the Livingston uh, and the Hibs result. Um, you need to be able to, even when you're not at your best, be able to get that result. Sorry, because again, that will be the difference between um, you know coming short or going on and winning the league this year. Can you come short for a moment or two, Sai? Because yes, we're going to take a quick break and then we're back. It's great I'm stuff, five, isn't it? I'm 5'7", five, yeah. five, I can come short. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 5'4", I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I'm saying 5'7", with heels on. Hey. All right, you do wear platforms, don't you? It's Sorry. The, it's the Go Radio Football. <laughs> the Go Radio Football Show. Let's go! Ball Show. Sai Ferry with Paul Cooney, Ali Defoy, and a man, right, I'll check, well, we know who it is because we met him in the first 20 minutes, but Sai, <laughs> if I told you he played 174 games for Rangers, 52 caps for Australia, wow. the Australian thing's a big one, played in the 2006 <laughs> World Cup in Germany, I, I meant a big um, uh, hint, obviously, to play all those games for Rangers, a huge one, Crystal Palace, 98-99, Borussia Mönchengladbach, Newcastle well United, and Brisbane Roar. Wow. What, what a, career, a career, Craig Moore. What a player. I thought it was more. I thought I played more at Rangers than, than 170 odd. Yeah? Probably that did. must have been starts. Five titles, four Scottish Cups. Maybe that's cups. domestic or something. Wow, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Four Scottish Cups and three League Cup victories. Wow. Not bad, side. Was that the best time of your career? Yeah, no, nah, look, I mean, it was. Uh, there were great times having a, a, a very competitive squad, which is important, I think, in terms of being successful. The mentality. Um, really enjoyed some fantastic times and had great memories you know lifting trophies which hopefully so I know you don't want to hear it but hopefully that's what Rangers can get back to mate I wanted to ask you is he Barry Ferguson how, how money could he be I was he was top draw at Monan he was, was he, he, uh, he was right up there <laughs> he was right up there did nah, not change then nah, nah, <laughs> he actually hosts he's mellowed but what a, what a player he was you know he was young player that come through but uh, not just come through and, and fitted into the team he actually as a young player come into the team and dominated and controlled things for Rangers he was a fantastic player well his former team Rangers winning 2-1 last night so Rangers they're in the Europa League next to the group stages with Benfica Standard Liège and Lech Poznan we'll hear more from the manager shortly and Celtic they had the win last night Eduard the scorer 1-0 in Sarajevo and out of the pot today against AC Milan, Sparta Prague and Lille afterwards last night before he knew the draw and Neil Lennon looked forward to the group stages yeah, and that's what we want, you know, and I think the players are experienced enough now to handle this, you know. Ideally, you know, we would like the fans back in, so I think UEFA are looking at trying to get some of the, the stadium filled, and that would be brilliant going into these games, but we've got so much to look forward to now. And uh, we're on a good run, playing a lot, lot better now, so it's a lot to look forward to. 
10 years in a row Celtic have gone through to the group stages Si as you know either the Champions League or Europa League Yeah Do you know what I think this draw really suits Celtic I do I think Celtic Why? will be better against harder opposition than they are against teams the last two teams that they've played against that will sit in AC Milan Leo and Sparta Prague Prague will yep. come and have a go you know, and, and Lenny's good that way mm. Lenny's good at, at sitting yeah. in You know the, some of the results He's had away at Lazio last year Sitting in Hitting teams on the counter What Celtic do have his pace uh, Up top You know Yanka Forrest El Yunusi Edward Celtic have got that in their locker To sit in And be the team Do what teams have done to them But they've got the quality On the other end of that Where they can go and hurt teams Like AC Milan for me Yeah but we, we also We touched on the crowds Yeah it's right? massive And, and, and yeah. this This is so important In terms of Celtic at home, for example, mm. you know the the even like certain certain clubs in the world you go to and you go. By the way, the atmosphere is is, yeah. is dynamite and and that twelfth man, lots sort of stuff. So look, the interesting part is when fans are allowed to come back in, and actually what impact it's going to have uh, in terms of these these group matches. But you're you're right, so in terms of Celtic playing against so called tougher opposition that will play a little bit more open and come out. Yeah, it should it should suit Celtic. Well, but I'm tired fair, as well. Sorry, Ali. No, you're fine. I was just yeah. thinking UEFA yesterday announced that the return of fans is allowed, so 30% capacity dependent on the local government's approval, but uh, no away fans until further notice. But that's mm. something positive. Yeah. That yeah, will yeah. be such a game changer. Mm. It'll be super, but it is subject to local government, and every place is different. different. Every I, Honestly, Paul, she's a kid, as yeah. a young kid at Celtic. I remember sitting at Celtic Park and, and the crowd beating Barcelona at AC Milan. Yeah. You'd sit there and goosebumps. And you could see it transforming the players. And and they times, as I say, the AC Milan games, I remember Aidan McGeady absolutely terrorised Colacini one game. Yeah. And Celtic were, were were a right force, but half of it came for the crowd. You mm-hmm. could see the players just getting that bit taller playing at Celtic yep. Park. You remember the one that Dida got slapped? He didn't know if it was uh, Pancake <laughs> Tuesday or Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Celtic oh. beat, the, <laughs> Celtic beat AC, that AC yeah, Milan team 2-1. Yeah. So uh, I think it's definitely doable for Celtic going to yeah. get results in that group. Craig, that you, had some nights, have... you had some nights at Ibrox under the floodlights in Europe. Yeah, no, exactly the same. And, and, and the, the Rangers support and, and the big, big European nights... Um, you know, the, the, the fans can really get you over the line in those kind of tough matches. I always remember, you know, the, the, the qualifying game against Palmer uh, back yep. in the day. And, and it, then it honestly electrifying. You're talking about as a kid watching it. So mm. going out and playing in a game like that with the, the atmosphere was electric. The hairs are standing on the back of, your, back of your neck and you're just desperate to go out there and do well. So, look, great nights ahead for, for Scottish football, which I think is a real, real positive. Can you hear each other on the pitch in their games, Craig? When, when, it, when it's loud of course you can't but um, that's probably a good thing though of Barry yeah. in that kind of <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody heard his moaning eh? <laughs> but also the effect I was on the opposition as well eh? uh, you've seen top players come to Celtic, and Celtic Park and Ibrox yeah. and go into their shell because yeah. of the crowd and, and these are the top top players that they're going to be playing against so it'll be a good test for these sort of players to see if they can come and deal with that sort of atmosphere what about the Celtic lineup last night uh, you're a great student of the game who impressed you last night for Celtic Impressed me last night for Celtic. Wow, I I, I just love Frimpong. I know you do. I, I love, you I, yeah, I love I his know. enthusiasm and his infectious. He was. He's I got points in the record today. And I thought uh, I thought Shane Duffy had his best game. Did he? I thought yeah. he done really well. You know, especially it's very easy. I think when you can play the, the middle of a three at the back to just drop off and and be spare all the time. But I thought what he done really well was there was a couple of times that El Hamed got beat one v one and Duffy was over straight away to cover him and he was there to get that second ball. Uh, so I think Shane Duffy is going to start coming. I think Celtic need to get a. A settled back three If it's got Bitton played last night He came off after 10 minutes Elhamed played before Came off Julian's played I think it's so important And Craig will tell you You're going to win leagues and cups You need to have a settled back three Back four Would you agree? Nah 100% And look you, you need a little bit of luck Obviously along yeah. the way With injuries and, and suspensions and the like But 
if you can have a steady back four, steady back five, um, obviously puts you in a far better position. And then obviously you need to have that depth as well because there is going to be a player that you know that, that comes in and out. And that's kind of also the the question uh, with, with Rangers this season as well. Uh, you know, Goldson's been probably the the, the ever present one. Holanda's come in now and, and and done well recently, but you know you need to have. Uh, the Katic is back. Um, is, is it Balogun as well? Yeah, you know, yeah. like so. He started well, and then he did sta- the injury. He started yeah. well, so you need to have that depth. Mm-hmm. But stability and for a manager to pick the same backline week in week out is gold. Because it's no coincidence that Rangers have been much better this year defensively by settled back four. You remember last year he couldn't have picked his partner with Goldson and they were shipping goals. This year it has either been Balogun at the start or Helander, and you can see it. They're much more settled playing in a, in a settled back four. Shane Duffy is the kind of signing that uh, could just cement it for Celtic at the back, couldn't it? Because Rangers started really well. Mm-hmm. Celtic fans weren't too happy. Are you impressed now with Shane Duffy as he gets games? Si was saying last night was his best match so far. Yeah, like well, as a, as a Rangers man, I, I hope that he doesn't continue <laughs> to. <laughs> a few on goals no, there. No, yeah. no, but look, he's again. Look, highly experienced player. Yeah. Um, again, recruitment has been quite smart from from Neil Lennon. Yeah. Bring, bringing in a player that knows it's going to make an, a, an impact. That knows that. That impact is going to happen immediately, which you need to have at, at these type of clubs. And he's just come in, he's steady, he's experienced and, and calmed a lot of people around about him yeah. also. And players that know what it's all about, because we've chatted about it. We're not so sure that some of the foreign players, I mean, you know, young players, mm-hmm. they could go abroad, they probably will, they'll go down south. Do they care as much? At, they care, obviously, when they're wearing a jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Shane Duffy wanted to come to Glasgow, wanted to come to Celtic. And that's great when you've got a player that wants to really go and play for a football club yeah. uh, and then he's you know the, the the fans and the club have embraced him and, and he's had the, the performances I think so everyone's been happy so far in that situation yeah I think it's a dying breed you know guys that actually want to go and play for a club because they love for the club uh, and I think Shane Duffy again I think similar to Scott Brown I think Shane Duffy will get better when the crowds are you know I think he's one of the guys that really runs off the emotion of a crowd you know, he's very... Um, performs. Yeah, performs under a crowd. Yeah, good word, Alex. I wasn't a, there's no way I could have came up for it. But, um, that was a good assist. You, that was a great assist. I've just know. tapped in for you. Thanks very much, I can Alex. assist. I just can't uh, do the rest. Uh, yeah, I think as I agree with Craig. It's a masterstroke. It was, and what I liked was that we could see early on that Celtic needed a player like that and they went and done it. You know, 29-year-old, you've had to go and play a loan fee for him, but for me, it's it's money well spent. So Neil Lennon was asked about the injury to near Beton, so we spoke to him just afterwards. So he's rolled his ankle, he's twisted it, it's a bad one. Um, so he'll not be available for the weekend or the internationals by the looks of things, so we have to wait and see when the swelling goes down what the you know the damage is. So it's another blow to us because he was in brilliant form. Inevitably, people are thinking now, not about Europe, they're thinking about the old firm match two weeks away. I think that sums up near a bit on Celtic career. You know, <laughs> no, as, and, and the fact that he does do well when he plays, yeah, but yeah. he picks up these wee injuries when he's in form and then you don't see him for five or six weeks. You'll come back and play a couple and then you won't see him again. But I, I really like Neil Bitton. You know, he's one of the guys that can go and play centre midfield, centre back, and he's just been very unlucky with injuries. But I like El Hamid. You know, I do. I do like El Hamid. I think he needs a right good run in the team because I think there's a I think there's a right good defender in El Hamid. And I like that balance with El Hamid, Duffy and Ayer. I think that would be my my preferred back three for Celtic. A lot of speculation, but obviously because A has also done a done a fantastic job. Yeah, um, big lump of a lad as well, and I think you know that that physical presence as well, and and the the the, the mentality of of a winning culture has uh, mm. kind of helped things at, at Celtic. Like I said, this is a big the big test this year, and you were talking about leading into an old firm match yeah. now. Um, 
So, look, it'd be really, really interesting to see how this plays out. I know that uh, a lot of people say that titles are not won um, or lost between the, the old firm matches, but I think this season might well be the case that what you get during these old firm matches might be the difference. Yeah. I think Bitton, you can get away with him playing centre-half in home games against Livingston and Kilmarnock in a way when teams are sitting in. But I think when you come up against the likes of your Rangers, your AC Milan, your Leos, I think you need a centre-back that likes to defend. And I think El Hamed does that better than, than Bitton. I'd take a defender that likes to defend all day Same. long now. I don't know how, ma- how many times yeah. now we're talking about, uh, you recommend it or you're speaking about a defender, can he play out from the back? I tell you what, if he can't, he shouldn't be playing. Yeah. Right? Can he yeah. defend? First and foremost, can you defend? And you know what? That playing out and all that sort of stuff, that's just, for me, basic. That's what you should be able to do anyway. Yeah, just pass the ball 10 yards. That's all. Yeah, and it'll yeah. Take your midfield players and then go and defend. I agree 100%. Love it. Yeah, <laughs> loving the football chat here. Cy Ferry, Craig Moore with Ali Defoy and Paul Cooney. Uh, on the night when, well, we're delighted with the draw today at lunchtime that, uh, yeah, it's tough or whatever, or whatever, but some of the names in there and the travel's not too bad as well, Cy. It's actually, it's an attractive draw for both sides. Uh, we're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard now when he was asked, uh, well, about a player who, who did have some stick, but a, a fullback that scores the goals that he does is uh, almost priceless. So what's he saying about Tavernier? Yeah, look, when we turned up, we, we, we knew that we had a, uh, probably the best right back in the league and, and that stayed the same. His consistency has been outrageous, really. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got stronger and stronger as the game's gone on and um, he's led his team to three European runs in succession, so he deserves a lot of credit. Uh, I know on the outside people make noise about James, but the important thing is he's loved on the inside and we appreciate what he does. You know, if, if he was the perfect fullback, he probably wouldn't be here. And the numbers for a fullback, no matter what league or what level you're playing, are outstanding. Si, did you imagine that he then said nearly as good as Craig Moore? <laughs> I was right, man, couldn't play right back. back. No oh, chance. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah. Craig, on you go. Yeah. Tavernier, what he's done well, isn't he, nah, this nah. season? Tav, Tav's, Tav's amazing. I, I think I come back, it was the last year and uh, and done something, and, and people were question, questioning whether or not this, this boy was the right man to captain the football club, which I thought was ridiculous. You know, I come out uh, and said that, I think he's a fantastic player. Like I says, Gerard nails it there. He says if he was the perfect player, he wouldn't be at this football club. He, yeah. w- he would be at the, the, at the very highest level. What he gives you week in, week out, consistency, um, he gives you goals. I mean, I don't know how many from the penalty spot, but, you know, he's got great delivery, can seven score free goals, kicks. Seven games, is it? I think so. And uh, 14 uh, assists last year as yeah, well. No, it's, it's incredible, yeah. you know, and, and I, I do believe that, People think when they say leader, leader, they want to see somebody that's shouting, pointing fingers and doing all that sort of stuff. I think he leads by his performances. By um, example, maybe. Correct. Yeah, yeah because we've said it on here before in terms of on the ball, he never hides. No. You know, and he gets a lot of criticism for the fans. He, and, and do you know what I like? You, you watch your second goal, his goal, okay? Yeah. He gets the ball at right back. Seven passes later, he's in at the back post scoring goals. What other, I mean, other than Arnold at Liverpool with him and Robertson, I mean, that's that's unbelievable. Well, that was kind of similar, wasn't it? Yeah. It was across from Barisic and 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 he's um, put in. and Tabs on the back post getting a header, but he never hides. As you say, he never hides. He's always on the ball. He's always trying. And and what I like about Tav, I actually think where he's improved a lot is his variety in his delivery. Mm. You know, it's like. It's not always just looking at it. He's quite high up and he's trying to get that crossing all the time. Now it's a flatter ball. There's, there's, I mean, for Arfield's goal, oh, it's a ball, and, into, um, a ball into feet. Yeah, yeah, right. You've got Arfield making the third man run, all sort of stuff. So I think he's actually got range in his delivery now. I think he's improving. Yeah, And definitely. he's taking the penalties as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. because yeah. I, that was my one criticism last year was when he let Morelos take the penalty off him in the, in the cup game. Mm. You know, 
I think he should have been grabbing the ball in. And I think he's learned for that, as Craig says. And, and Barry said it as well. You know, I think he's grown to that, that captain's role and he's really, you're really seeing it this year. So what will happen in two weeks' time if there's a penalty? Yeah, uh, Tavernier will be hitting it. He'll take it, it. yeah. Jingle yeah. Bell, we tussle with Morelos. Are you saying Morelos is definitely staying now? Are we sure? Oh, well, I don't know. I yeah. don't know if we're sure. I mean, look, as we as we know, we see yeah. the, this transfer window and uh, we're coming to, to the end. Uh, come Monday evening, I think it's 11 p.m., but uh, yeah. anything, anything can happen. Um, do you think it'll be interesting to Werner? To, well, how, how do you say his name? Sorry, I keep Tavernier. Saying, Tavernier. 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 Interesting Tavernier. Oh, I think there will be a lot of interest, but I don't think. I think the, the big, the big potential news would be Amarillos leaving the, yeah. the, the football club. Is that going to happen or not? I think that's only going to be the big story if anything happens the next couple of days for Rangers. Yeah. They might sneak a player in if that is to be the case. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon? He's just been named September's SBFL Player of the Month yeah. again. Yeah, he has. James Tavernier. Tavernier. Has he? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. he's flying, isn't he? Absolutely flying. Yeah, and deserved. Yeah, definitely. Sure. As Craig says, I agree. And, and again, he's not one of these right backs that will get the ball and just either just pass it to his winger or turn back and pass it to a centre forward. He's actually from right back. He's running the game. You know, he's passing balls into centre forwards. Feet. He's then following the pass to get the the return pass and then delivering balls into the box. Uh, a modern day fullback. And, and people say about this kind of Kyle Walker kind of defend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trent Alexander Arnold's no great at defending mm-hmm. so I think that's the modern game now yeah, isn't it full backs are yeah, 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 yeah. are yeah. now relied on to set up goals and score goals more than, than actually defend I think your two centre midfielders are now the guys that, that kind of plug the gaps you know if your two full backs go high your, your Stephen Davis and your Glenn Kamaras are the guys that will get over and, and do that job do you know what guys we're taking a quick break and we're back with more after this you can call us 0808 17 17 700 The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go Paul Cooney and the gang it's uh, Friday night we love it side, don't we the start of the weekend I know a lot on for you you're playing again tomorrow Yeah. who are you up against well what it's pay week as well isn't it? so I've been having caviar sandwiches all week oh, my. <laughs> that's me skinning again so. what's and, caviar <laughs> so we are playing tomorrow Paul yep. uh, leaving for Glasgow we need to travel up in our in our um, kit yep. in our, with our strip on uh, I'm just hoping that I don't drive the way I play otherwise my motor will be off the road <laughs> so but, you've uh, got to get the Peterhead strip on drive to Dundee play yeah. a match tomorrow back in the car and drive up the you road you can't get showered can't get showered Dundee. or anything so you two hours bogging, man. in the car uh, and you're going to be sitting dripping from sweat I mean, my car is stinking oh, just now I need but, to get it washed every oh, week uh, but this seems I, crazy, you know, yeah. I am no epidemiologist <laughs> wow <laughs> no broadcast that's a word to either. pull out on a Friday night <laughs> come on what yeah that's so, it seems really unfair that doesn't seem common sense surely but then I then think people get ill from that and yeah you know what especially I mean? when it's yeah. getting colder, colder and wet at yeah. nights yeah. well we're no yeah. experts on it but we want to keep the heat on covid and get it right and uh, well i hope that seems just strange. have to turn your heat in full blast that does seem very very strange um but like i says yeah. in the in these strange times we're we're kind of being guided by uh, people telling us what we should we shouldn't shouldn't do. You see, so you're trying yep. to trying to do the right thing, but you're right. I mean, you don't sweat too much when you play so anyway. No, no. Oh, so you, you yeah, I'm in yeah. great nick. Uh, really <laughs> did you ever play against him? No, you can't, <laughs> I never played anywhere near his level. You can. <laughs> yeah. I was playing the reserves when he was playing. But I'll just yeah. say to him, he's going. To, he wants to be an agent. Uh-huh. Why yeah. doesn't he take me on his first client? I'll make him millions. So. I have no yeah. problem, mate. You're in. Listen, we've got that contract signed before I leave. You just spend most of it trying to put, get your confidence up. You don't he's seem got, to know how good you are. He's got no, more no, gigs no, than no. Gary Lineker. He's got oh. uh, the Go Radio Football Show yep. uh, twice a week. Uh, he's got his Open Goal podcast. Yes. He's also got his uh, Herald and Glasgow Times column as well. Right, and first, more. First job for you. First job yeah. for you. Get us a couple of quid more to go radio. Barry's <laughs> on a better contract, so you need to get his money. Oh, see we'll see how we go. We'll have some discussions after. We'll see how we go. Say, what's the contract? <laughs> right, so. I'm just turning yeah, up for fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, we need yeah. to get a mention of Bob Malcolm because yeah. Bob Malcolm's tweeted 
Big Craig saying that he's going to send him to sleep on the radio. Oh, st- oh, stock stock yeah. standard, eh? Bob, he's got a stock standard text when I, when I, when I do anything. Yeah. Five <laughs> minutes, big man, before you send me to sleep. He knows how to send him to sleep. <laughs> Listen, here's a question on Twitter. Craig from Motherwell has asked who the three best players you ever played with. You don't have to answer right away, Craig. Have a think about it. Mm. The three best you ever played with and against. And also what wow. you think of the draw for Rangers. Sorry, so we, Paul, we is, that, is that, that in his whole yeah. career or just at Rangers, career, right? Oh, career, wow, that'd well, be a great I, question. Yeah, that's one for the second hour, OK? Yeah. The three best you played with, the three, three best, best played against. Played against. And we'll, if you've got a, we'll think of some of them as well. For yeah? sure. If Ali, you've got a question, yeah. jump on socials at Go Football Show if you haven't already. That's all the socials. And you can give us a call 0808 17 17 700. Maybe you want to talk about what we've been chatting about or maybe a point we haven't even got to. Maybe you want to bring it to the table. Great to hear you on that uh, the great Australian Scottish accent, isn't it, Sai? Oh, uh, you know, know it's Craig right away. Yeah, I love it. Uh, the big man, though, he's got the accent though because he, yeah. he liked a pint, didn't you? The boozer, isn't it? That's how you've picked it up, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't mind the pint back in the day. A um, little bit tougher to do now, mate. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit older, and you don't pull up the same the next day. It's sad that it's gone through uh, it again. Well, I wish it, I wish it was different. <laughs> do you know about Shandy Club here? I've heard about it. Who was the main men in that? Was it you? Myself, Barry. Barry, Stevie, Stevie Hughes, uh, Kevin Musket, um, and Bobby, Bob Malcolm. Mm. That was a five in the in the. I think we had the Honda shuttle, the the, the team bus we used to call oh, it yeah, back in right. the day. Yeah. So what was uh, it? Real uh, to, yeah. What was yeah. the real talk of? You? It was just it'd go to a vote because there was five of us. You know, everyone's got their own thing, obviously yeah. after training and all that sort of stuff. And you kind of knew who was a little bit desperate to get home quicker and all that sort of stuff. And we just tried to rig the vote so that we could have a shandy or two yeah. <laughs> they were sponsored by Phoenix Honda yeah. and that was it they were in the and you moved about to different locations I interviewed you once for Scott Sport in the Cricklewood in Bothwell yeah, yeah. yeah. did you get a ride home in the Honda <laughs> so, I, I don't think there was any driving after it yeah. <laughs> did you say a great couple of days so there's so much in the go tonight we've got a few matches Aberdeen St Mirren so Ali's beloved team are at uh, Pataudry Dundee United mm. against Livingston Hibs against Hamilton Ackies so who is going to go down everyone said at the start or most people were going on about Ackies but they're beginning to do a Hamilton Ackies yeah Ali I'm sorry but I'm worried for St Man eh? you're not the only one yeah. I, I worry for St Man I think McGuinness is going to go to Hibs today as well looks like he? it doesn't it yep. for me St Man's best player I know he's not played a lot this year but I think he's Jim not Goodwin played this season. I think Jim Goodwin was pinning his hopes on him coming back to kind of get the season kick started I mean it's a massive loss he's a captain as well isn't he well yeah, it's said to be yeah. Possibly a six-figure sum, so you never know. Might be able to bring someone in in but the space I, of a day. I, should you? Yeah. Does someone need money? What, I mean, what's more important? Is Who it doesn't? staying in the league, or is it? Is it? You know, getting a hundred thousand pound in. That's a good point. You'd hate to go out of the Premiership. That yeah. must be yeah. really, really. It's a really well-run club, St. Mirren. But see if you drop down. I mean, look at Hearts. Yeah. It's hard to believe, isn't it, that uh, you know they're not in the top league. That's that's incredible. Uh, I do, however, feel that they're well positioned to to bounce back. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said, it can it can happen to to anybody. And already after what, nine 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 games, you, you're already starting to see a divide. You're already seeing yeah. a, a, a you know top half, bottom half. Uh, Samirin look as if they potentially on uh, you know a little bit of whoa, whoa, whoa. A, a, li- a, li- a little bit of trouble at this moment <laughs> yeah, in time. No, but look, you're fair. I've got the training wheels on at the moment. I'm just back, yeah. so I'm learning a little bit more yeah. about the teams. But you know, yeah. even St Johnston have, have not had the greatest start. Who mm. normally oh. have been quite. Steady. You're they right. played St Mirren on Saturday, and I was at the game. Fortunately, um, and well, for, not fortunately for the result for as a St Mirren fan, but it was. 
they looked good, St. Johnson, but not as good as I would I expected them to look. Mm. I was a little bit um, shocked at their performance. Well, the I thought they would have been stronger. Yeah, where are the goals coming from for them? Mm. That's the problem, that's big, isn't that's it? That's, 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 that's the biggest, biggest issue. That's the biggest issue. The thing is, though, Paul, and what Aki's have got over St. Mirren and your St. Johnston is they're relegation experts. They've been here and done it. They know how to get out of this, whereas... This will be new to St Johnston players especially. Dundee and and that's, what I, that's what I think about St, St. Myrna have, have been there and done it as well. With St Johnston, they, they guys have only known no success but top six finishes. Mm. It's a different it's a different thing when you're getting beat every week, when you're used to doing well every year. So when you're down there, it hits you like a ton of bricks. So that's a good point. That's a good Thanks, point. Like, no, no, I'll tell you why. Because look, time at time at Rangers, obviously we're having a lot of success and, and, and you're winning trophies and all that. And then when I had a brief spell at Borussia Mönchengladbach, I went to, to the Bundesliga for the last six months of the season, 17th. We were, we were fourth bottom when I arrived there. And the pressure yeah. And, yeah. And, and and how players deal with that pressure and the type of games you end up playing because you're under pressure, it, it's totally different. Um, so in you, a massive club. In a massive, massive Definitely. club. Um, but you need you need huge experience. And you're right. So maybe the, the teams that have run the course and have had that experience before um, – they they will be better positioned because yeah. it's it can happen and it can happen very quickly. Bang, you're out. You're gone. Say yeah. so this weekend, St. Johnson against Celtics, the match on Sky Rangers Ross County. We'll talk about it uh, before we finish uh, at seven. But St. Johnson Celtic, they really need to take something from it, and Celtic really need to keep winning. Yeah, and St. Johnson won't take anything for that game. I'm not going to be harsh about it, but they won't. Yeah. Celtic are winning games. Um, and what I see for St. Johnson, you know, under Tommy Wright, probably St. Johnson are probably better to watch under Callum Davidson this year, but they're not as effective. You know, it's this keeping possession for for the sake of keeping possession, whereas Tommy Wright got the ball forward and had a big strike and they went and played off him. And it served them well. Uh, I think they're just struggling to find their identity just now, St. Johnston. You know, they were usually hard to beat. They're now shipping goals and they're not scoring goals. It's uh, it's worrying and, times. And, and, and what what does what does a fan want to see? Does a fan want to see a, a team that plays beautiful football? But doesn't necessarily get the results. Yeah. I mean, look, that's that's the ideal, isn't it? That's the perfect. So they they kind of, I guess, need to get that balance of, yeah, playing a nice style of football, but you need to get results. You need to get points. You're spot on, big man, because I think Tommy Wright was criticised for the way he played, but he's getting in the top six every year. So what Craig saying? What do you want? Do you want to watch attractive football every year in the championship, or do you want to stay in the Premiership? So, so why did he go? Do you think he just he felt he'd been there too long? Did he think maybe the Northern Ireland job or a bigger job was coming for him? I don't know. I don't know what what, what the story was with him in the board, but I think since Tommy Wright's went, they've probably signed more players than what he got the chance to sign. So if they just gave Tommy Wright that money to spend, I think Tommy Wright maybe would have been happy. I just thought he he probably thought he couldn't have taken them any further, but. Um, Still early days, you know. I might take Callum Davidson a while to get his philosophy across, uh, and who knows, they might they might turn the corner. But yep. I'd be worried for St Johnston. Toe to toe, it continues this weekend. Super Sunday, St Johnston against Celtic, Rangers against Ross County. I'm maybe hyping it a wee bit, calling it Super Sunday, but it's going to be great, isn't it? The football back is amazing. How much did you miss it, Craig? Oh, look, I, I, that's the reason why I'm back here in Scotland. Yep. That's how much I missed it. I mean, we're going into a quiet period in Australia, but to come back here and have the opportunity to come on you know, shows like this and there's a game on every day and there's, there's, there's football's front and centre and, and that's, what, that's what I love about it. Um, so to come back and, and to see all the games coming uh, thick and fast, Sunday, Sunday's a big day. Uh, every, every weekend's a, a big day in terms of the, the championship and potentially teams that are uh, going to go down. So How, how good is that, Craig? See when you're at say, like a Rangers and... One place first, and then do you, do you watch? Will you watch? Would Rangers be watching the Celtic St Johnston game? 
maybe later on at night after mm. after all all things done and dusted. Um, maybe but like look, a highlight show or yeah, something. Yeah, but, but I mean, you're changing them. You're listening for uh, a like Scott. You, you, uh, back, back, at... in, back in our day, kind of thing, it was the first thing that happened when we come in after playing a game of football was uh, the, the television was on with all the the scores. The, the scores coming in. So of course, there's an interest because mm. you you know you know what you've done and you're trying to see what other teams have done and whether you've you've stretched your stretched your lead yeah. or, or whether or not you're hanging on at the bottom. <laughs> but what I will say is, yeah. you know, both teams for me this year are very good teams. You know, as I've said before, we talk Scottish football down too much. I think Celtic and Rangers now have got right good teams with good managers and good squads. So we should talk them up because they're doing really well, especially in Europe. So three days, five hours to go and uh, 15 minutes. So if you were the manager at Rangers, if you were Steven Gerrard, what do you still need? Well, I've seen the day they were in for the boy, uh, Besic. Yeah. I've seen I him play like... a couple of times at Everton. Uh, for me, he wouldn't be the type. You know, I think, as Craig says, Kamara's hit a bit of form yeah, last right. night. Davis, for me, is Rangers' best sitting midfielder. Mm. You've got Jack there as well, when fit. I think Barry's touched on it as well. It'd be more an attacking midfielder if I was Steven Gerrard that I'd be looking at again. Uh, and that's, that's then you say that, but Arfield's scoring goals now. Yeah, but he's the only one. One, yeah. He's the only one. So, you know, again, uh, what happens if um, Touchwood, nothing does, but what happens if something happens with Arfield, you know? You, yeah. you need yeah. another player, that type of player that actually wants to make those entries into the box, mm. right? And, and is going to be able to score goals. Um, so that's obviously what they're looking for. They'll do, they'll do some kind of business if the right deal comes along, um, but like I says, it's still three days, five hours. Did you say? Yeah, something uh, like that. Yeah, uh, a, just, bit, a bit to play yeah. out. See on Arfield, the countdown. I love yeah. the math. See on Arfield, it's not just the goals as well. We talk about this team sitting against Celtic and Rangers, and his runs stretch teams. You know, he might not get the ball every time, but he's as soon as the ball goes in the centre forward, Scott Arfield's off. Yeah. And what you have, their centre midfielder then drops, and it gives Davis and Kamara more time to go and play. Yeah. So I think uh, Craig. Is spot on. I think and, and the important thing is, is again we, we've touched on Fergie a few times so mm-hmm. I remember Fergie when he was younger he used to love to make those those forward runs into the box and Dick Avocat used to say to Barry listen it's the timing of the runs you don't need to go all the time and again I think that Arfield is getting better yeah. in terms of his timing of the run because there's no point making that forward run all the time if the opportunity's not there he's making it at the right time like the goal um, the other night there it's the timing of the run they, they can't pick up the third man mm-hmm. we've just thought let's pile another question for Craig Moore for the last hour who was the best coach that you worked <coughs> under as uh, well look I, yeah. you know it's a really really I, I learned something from, from, from all my coaches but I was very lucky you know from uh, the, the national team stuff with Terry Venables. Did you go in the? Did you get a shot at your sunbed? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you're Terry Venables. You, you, you've got Hiddings. Yeah. Uh, you know, Walter Smith was was, yeah. was legendary. Dick Avocat was also good for the growth of of my game. Uh, you know, worked under Alex McLeish. I would have loved to have worked longer uh, uh, under Graham Sooners when I went to Newcastle. Unfortunately, I, I, I was injured. We used to be in the gym at times, and it probably wasn't that that pleased with me that I picked up an injury because I. I'd come in and signed. I would have loved to have played more he's for box him. Box office, though, isn't he? You know, he's, oh. yeah, it was soon, the presence of yes. Yes. The, the, the presence, the yeah. presence. Yeah, yeah. And look, for me at that stage, um, yeah. he, he, it's a presence. It's not so much that he's intimidating. It's like I said, it's, it's that presence that he has, the knowledge, and the way he delivers his information. Craig, that's a great answer because Sai asked uh, Kenny Dalglish last week. We're just name dropping. Kenny was on the show. <laughs> I, I never asked him. Did oh, it? you did. It was no, a question but, from you. Oh, was yeah, it right? Okay, I'm not texting that. Text and, that's I, right. and you said, "Who's the best player you ever played with in your team?" And he, it was the, the wisdom of Kenny. And he said, "We never won anything with one player. It's mm. always more than one. You need a team." And uh, it was a great answer because there's so many different people. But he's only saying that because he was the best player. <laughs> <laughs> there's more the coming player. up after this. 
The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Friday in Glasgow where else would you be just after 6 the Go Radio Football Show this is Glasgow's newest and best radio station well that's the aim isn't it Si we're <laughs> moving that. up the charts oh, we're flying yeah. man look at the guests we're getting on yeah Number one <laughs> Top draw You reckon? Yeah uh, Definitely That's what we need That's uh, what we want The belief Let's That's the only it. reason Why Craig's here <laughs> <laughs> Glasgow's own radio station Thank you so much For making the switch We love the fact We're on from five It's 07 every night And we've had some Great guests In fact every night We've had great guests Over the past couple of months That's two months now Si Yeah who's been Your favourite guest? Still here. Well Kenny Dalglish Was just amazing <laughs> yeah. So uh, over to you My favourite guest That yeah. we've had on uh-huh. Oh dear Bob Malcolm yeah, okay. No, it's not, is it? Yeah, He's my yeah, least favourite. My yeah. favourite guest that we've had on. Oh, it's oh. a good. I thought Stephen Presley was good. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Very good. Big Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Elvis, Elvis was decent. Yeah. I quite, I quite like Bertie Old. What about you? Oh, um, Bertie Old, actually. Marvelous. Bertie Old's marvellous. Brilliant. I'd go Bertie Old, actually. It's a great show, Ali. Some great ones. Yeah. By the way, that's some legends, isn't it? Kenny Dalglish, Bertie Old. Absolutely. European Cup. Kenny Miller joined us as well from Australia. Kenny came on He's on Newcastle Jets, isn't he? He was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's good fun. He's um, again. He's probably he's out in Australia. I guess excited by uh, a new challenge. It's just when that challenge again is going to restart. We don't know when the league's going to start. It's chaos. how's he been then, Do you know? They, they've done well. They finished the season off well uh, with he's, he's with Carl Robinson. Yeah. Um, so they they done a good job. They were probably one of the best finishing teams uh, from the restart. But uh, unfortunately, we just don't know when that's going to kick off again in, in Australia. But uh, I'm sure Kenny will do a great job out there. Yeah. Do you know what? I've just thought of a great thing for you. What's that? Australian football and St Mirren have just set up a partnership with a team in Australia. Do you know the team? No. No. Okay. Well. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't know what I'll find out for you. There's some good partnerships that, that could be formed between Scotland and Australia, I believe. Um, you know, there's... And you might work on that and foster some relationships with the that, clubs. That yeah? could well I'd be one good. of the things that I'll I tell you a good relationship. Yeah. Me and Foster's lager. Oh, <laughs> That's right. the best yeah. relationship. <laughs> I, I, had an, I had a relationship with Foster's when I was here, but I never <laughs> drink it in Australia. <laughs> well, Stephen Gerrard's got some great relationships with uh, winning trophies as a player and he's determined to win something this season as Rangers manager. He talked about it last night. So when he heard the draw today, we were speaking with Stephen Gerrard. What does he feel about the group that he's in it's nice for us and interesting that we get to play obviously Benfica for the first time and I'm told is, is it left Postman as well for the first time yeah so they're two interesting fixtures we will take each game as it comes and, and we'll give it everything we've got and, and try and do our best to try and finish as high as we can in the group and, um, <laughs> I'd be disappointed if we don't get out of the group because um, I think the players have shown certainly over the last couple of years that we've got a level in Europe that yeah, we're a tough nut to crack and we've shown amazing quality going forward. We'll be a good contest for, for anyone in the group home or away and I'm really looking forward to the challenges. Si, you can hear how determined he is to yeah. go far. And yeah. I think he speaks like a way Rangers manager should. Yeah. You know, he should be expecting to get out of that group. I think the plus thing for Rangers is that Benfica have lost their best centre-back. He's went to Man City. I think their centre-forward is going to go to Tottenham Hotspur this week. A week before the transfer deadline shoot. So I'll be a, week be- a weaker Benfica team. Uh, I've played it like Poznan. Played yeah. it, I played yeah. it for Celtic in a pre-season friendly and their fans are crazy yeah. so again if it's going to be a reduced fans that could also go in Rangers favour mm-hmm. again similar to Celtic I, I fancy Rangers to go through the group what kind of ground was it was it quite tight is it yeah, 30,000 yeah it's tight it's yeah. 30,000 they are mental honestly yeah. even in a pre-season friendly there was flares there was all sorts yeah. chanting and all that chanting yeah. everything yeah. But, uh, so that'll help that'll help Rangers that they're not going to be there yeah and look I mean I've, I've heard now Stevie a couple of times with his interviews and 
he, he does speak like a Rangers manager. There yeah. is a confidence uh, about him. And even there, you know, the expectation, and he knows that at this football club, getting through a group like this uh, on paper, um, I think a lot of people will be quite pleased with. You've still got to go and do the business. But he knows that's what you've got to do at this football club, and they'll have a great chance coming through. I think uh, standard, standard, obviously in, in Belgium. They, look, they'll be decent, but again, not not the strongest team, uh, standard Liège team that that is, we've seen previously. So nice group for Rangers. Yeah, Rangers beat better teams last year than, than standard Liège. You know, you think of Porto and Braga and teams like that. They're better than than the teams that they've got in their group. So they've got a better squad this year as well. So I, I would fancy them to, to get through the group as well. Matches on tonight, Ali. Yeah, there's plenty happening. Aberdeen St Mirren is happening at Pitwadri. Dundee United are taking on Livingston. Hibs have got Hamilton Ackies heading to Easter Road and the postponed match as we were talking about Kilmarnock against Motherwell. That is not going to go ahead tonight due to uh, the entire team self-isolating. So they've all had to, even though there's only six players that are actually contracted, it, um, it seems that the rest of the team have been advised that they need to now... S- well, self-isolate for a 14-day period, which I guess kind of comes up with that argument against why St Mirren had three goalkeepers out and they couldn't, yeah. um, or they had to continue and they couldn't just uh, call it off or postpone it. Challenge Cup is off. It's not going to happen. Si, you're disappointed you've been playing Dundee United. As a finalist in the, of the, yes. of the cha- Pet- Challenge Pet- Cup. Petrified. Petrified. Yeah. And then we got absolutely scalped in the final. But um, <laughs> Who did you play? Rangers, Rangers beat us 5 uh, Tavernier yeah. scored a volley It's probably my fault actually Was it? I think I could have got out to my wee bit quicker <laughs> But that was when I was, I was two stone heavier So I wasn't moving as, as quickly uh, But nah uh, I think it's the right decision You know I, I honestly do I think We need to protect the SPL As much as possible And, and it's why I'm saying In the League Cup If we if we get tested on Tuesday And um, and we come back positive I would just I would get, I would do it with the League Cup as well You, you know <laughs> With the Sky money We need it so much We cannot have the SPL getting stopped Scottish football needs the SPL to keep running And if that means Taking a wee hit on the League Cup Then, then so be it for me Wow The, broad, the broadcast dollars is so, is so important yeah, To the future yeah. of our game And we know that potentially It's changing in terms of OTT streaming And all that sort of stuff But um, you need the broadcast money, so so I, I agree in terms of making sure that uh, you know the top end is is humming along as best as it possibly can because the flow on effect for the rest of the game will be uh, of huge benefit as well. Yeah, but but then what happens with the lower league teams? You know, we we're not going to get the league no. cup money, which will affect us mm. as well. So it's it's a tough one. Isn't when it? are you going to play? You know, I know you're playing a friendly tomorrow, but do you think you'll play against Barry's uh, Kelty Hearts? Well, a lot depend on when we get tested Tuesday. What the yeah. rec- I think we get the results back on the Thursday. So when we get the results back on the Thursday, we'll have a we'll have a clearer picture. But as I say, all our boys feel feel fine. Mm. But I've heard that so did Kilmarnock players, and yeah, six of them be, came back positive. So yeah. you just don't know until you've you've been tested. So did Donald Trump, didn't he? Until so he uh, did. You know, he, he's got it. What what about? Have you had it before? Have you had the test before? Have you, no, have you never been had the test. No. It's not pleasant. It's not. I've had it a couple yeah. of times. Yeah. Uh, in terms yeah. of travel, yeah. No, not not pleasant at all. But yeah. in, in Australia, fortunately, we get the results back a little bit quicker. Yeah. Ah, you don't have to wait like twenty four to most places hours. do. So yeah, is it's the, the nose the, and the throat, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, they have to do it really well. If a swab otherwise. goes up this nose, it'll not come back. It doesn't have to go so far. It has to go so far down that literally you're coughing. You have to. Yeah. Well, if you're just tuning um, in, yeah, Rangers are up against Benfica, Standard Liège, and Lech Poznan in the Europa League. Celtic against AC Milan, Sparta Prague, and Lille. And most people think that is the uh, the the toughest group, but we're looking forward to it. And the matches uh, all start in a couple of weeks' time, so quick succession, couple of games in twenty yeah, second uh, of got October. The dates, Ali. Yep. I do, if you yep. want them all. On you go. Yep. Right. So the six matches, um, match day twenty second and twenty ninth of October, fifth and twenty sixth of November, and third and tenth of December. 
Okay, so that's starting three weeks last night. So Europa League, thank goodness we're there, side because it would have been, you know, we lost Aberdeen and we lost Motherwell last week from Europe. Uh, and Celtic, uh, you, you heard Neil Lennon still going on about Ferris Varans, who went through to the, the final stages. And uh, it took some time for him to get over that. Yeah, and obviously the league's your bread and butter. But as I say, as a young kid coming through at Celtic, the games I remember, the European games. Mm-hmm. The nights of the nights you remember as, as fans, players, young kids, managers. And again, I think these Neil Lennon comes in at his own in these games in terms of his motivational. You know, I've heard him in a dressing room before a big European game. And again, the hairs on, on your arms are standing up. You know, he relishes these games. I think he really likes testing his cell in these games. So Rangers as well, you know... They're, these are the games that Celtic and Rangers should be playing in and if you're a player Craig you want to play in these nah, games 100% but, but I also think that the, the bigger picture in, in terms of Scottish football you know I, I look at in terms of the domestic stuff also the national team and all that sort of, you know there needs to be that, that improvement domestically it's great to see you know Rangers and Celtic are going in there not only holding their own but they can go deeper into to yeah. these, these competitions but look, it's, it's great for, for Scottish football because the, the more of a highlight there is on the league the more ability to potentially do business and bring in decent talent and be able to get talent out as well definitely and you said that the Champions League we get two places now that well, right? again yeah. correct, correct me if I'm wrong but potentially yep. I, I heard that um, due to the coefficient yep. points obviously um, you know last previous season's going up the way yep. that definitely one automatic qualifier for the Champions League which has been a long long time since that's happened in Scotland which which is fantastic and mm. a second potential qualifier yep. it's been yeah, sometime so since we've had both Top two teams will Having a crack at Champions First will time since 2011 yeah. that two Premiership clubs will now enter the Champions League qualifying next term due to the Scotland's improved there coefficients. You go. So I knew it was a, okay, yeah, nine years ago. Yep. So wow. It's, it's good news, yeah, isn't it? Brilliant. So, I'll yeah, brilliant. Games on up. Si, you keep saying the game here is better to watch than it is uh, many of the matches down south. We're not trying to say that, you know, uh, Liverpool against Man City is better than some of the games we have here. But we don't talk ourselves up enough, do we? Nah, definitely not. Even as I say, like Wolves got to the semi final in uh, last year, yeah. Yeah. and I think Celtic and Rangers beat Wolves. Mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe I am deluded. I don't know, but when I watched the well, game, yeah, a wee bit anyway, but maybe not about that. <laughs> you, know? you know, and I just think oh. if, if that Wolves team for last year can go and get to a semi final, I think Celtic and Rangers can do it. Yep. I really do. It. You know, I think they've got good players. Good, and and what I like up here now as well, we've got good managers, good yeah. coaches. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you think of Jack Ross, Derek McInnes, yep. uh, Stephen Robinson. I think the brand getting better uh, and again my only argument would be can we sell it a wee bit better but the fact that you kind of get Celtic and Rangers home games on the telly really does man yeah, yeah. and and you need to and, yeah. you, and you need to because uh, you know Scottish football has some fantastic players we've seen them that have been able to kick on to, to the higher level Yeah, John McGinn for one over a season that can be the you know the comparison of Scotland Scotland and England against those, those bigger teams to do it for, for consistently over a season but one off games Scotland can can give anybody a run for their money. Scottish teams, yeah, yeah. definitely. And w- I've said it before. There's no many that go from here to the English Premier League and don't do well. Yeah, they all go mm-hmm. down and hold their own. Yeah. If yeah. you think it, there's not been many duds that have went down. Mm. You know, Van Dyke, Robertson, yeah. Armstrong. There's loads that have went down and done. <laughs> they're, they're, they're going yeah. okay, aren't they? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Well, yeah, you talked about the managers. Let's hear again from Stephen Gerrard. This is just in the last couple of hours. What's the injury situation? Jack obviously came through last night with no problems. Cedric as well. Brandon Bach is out there training today as well. So we're, we're getting healthier. So hopefully at the weekend there'll still only be three missing, which will be Katic, uh, Kemar Roof um, and Joe Rebo. We're getting healthier and stronger as well, which is good news. Healthier, stronger, Sai. And you know what? Stephen Gerrard would be delighted because I think last year missing three key players would probably affect the Rangers. And I think what's what Rangers have got better is is the squad players coming in have done better. 
as Craig said Arfields came in never started the first six games seven games could have easily came in in the huff no performed yep. he's came in and been their best player and I think that's where Rangers have got better as a squad of players not just on the pitch but off the pitch of professionalism uh, I think that's where Rangers have really excelled this year Yeah, and I think it's it's He's worked hard, Stephen Gerrard, to have a deeper squad. You, mu- you must have a deep squad to, to do well uh, yeah. at any level to be successful. But more importantly, when you build a deeper squad, we know in games that sometimes when it's a little bit tight and, and, and a substitute needs to make an impact. Yeah. So when you've got that depth in your squad and players that are coming on and are able to do that, then that for me is the difference between being a good side and a very, very good side. And, and Rangers are a lot closer to that, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think last year that was a diff- big difference in the two the two teams. Certainly could have a better squad, as in guys that were ready to come on and make a difference straight away. Rangers never had that, but I think early signs show that, that, that they've got better in that department. Do you want the latest news? Yep. Yeah, go for it. Three days, four hours, 44 <laughs> minutes to go. I it wondered t- why you were scribbling. So Stephen Gerrard has asked, are there going to be any transfers over the weekend? Um, listen, I'm not going to be mentioning any names uh, here today. Um, someone's just asked me, is Mo Bessage uh, up in Glasgow having a, a medical for Rangers? That would be news to me if he was. You know, nothing's changed in terms of what we're trying to do in, in the last few days of the windows, uh, in the window. That taxi driver's got it wrong again. Taxi <laughs> <laughs> Craig, maybe, oh, yeah? Uh, look, I mean, there, there's always a little bit of cloak and dagger stuff when it comes to, to transfer talk, but uh, look, I think that was pretty pretty clear from Stephen, Stephen Gerrard. If they can get the right player um, and, and get that attacking kind of midfielder, there is a big possibility a deal will be done, but we'll be the last to know, yeah. I would suggest. Is it Daniel Johnson? Is, it, is, it, is that still the one they're after? You don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, the one, the basic one would surprise me. As I say, he's a sitting midfielder, which I think Rangers have got plenty of them. You know, As I say, Davis is probably playing the best he's played since he's came back up here. Do you then bring Bessick in to sit on the bench if Ryan Jack and, and Stephen Davis is playing? It wouldn't really make much sense to me, but... As we say, you, you can never have enough good players in, in Celtic and Rangers teams. Gerard was very strong about it the other day that before the game against Galatasaray, if that goes well, he's made it very clear to the board what he wants and what he needs. So yeah. now they've got that money coming in maybe from there. So mm-hmm. might yeah. be maybe a possibility. Yeah, yep. he's done his side of things. It's exactly. now up to the board to do this. Yes. Yeah, so we'll be on, on uh, Monday with uh, Barry Ferguson, Rob McLean, Ali, you, me, and uh, we'll stay on till 11, till the till midnight. Yeah. You we'll can, I'm off for a Five till midnight. Go mental, go to midnight. <laughs> I used to say that to guys, let's do a bit extra. No, not, not until that time, but the transfer deadline. So, I, know, I remember uh, yeah. we used to sit, see his players used yeah. to sit and watch, watch the transfer it. deadline, yeah, 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 but brilliant. you'd always say, how has he got a move there? He's hopeless, <laughs> man, Miles better is rubbish. <laughs> but you were jealous, weren't that. you? Oh, so jealous. Yeah. I've never once got a link to a move on transfer deadline. You must have. Yeah. A couple of people have said they should have signed you. Oh, Stephen Presley, Stephen said, Presley that, said it. Coventry, wanted ah, it's just to be yeah. nice, it? was it? Yeah, uh, no, Jim McAnally, his manager last week. Remember Jim McAnally? You'd have played yeah, against yeah, him yeah, at Dundee yeah. United, yeah. and uh, he said he's one of the most underrated players, and he's still playing really well, yeah. really fit, fitter than he's ever been. Hey, how old are you now, sir? Thirty-three. I'm thirty-three at the end of this year. He's oh, yeah. thirty-two. Oh, she's right. still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he does a ten k a day. Ten k a day. Uh-huh. How many? Can you tell by the cheekbones? You'd be doing what? Twelve, twelve k in a game. Oh, I'm not going to tell you what my stats were for the next were poor eh? <laughs> uh-huh. I was disappointed I'm not going to tell you they were good against Dundee two weeks ago yeah. you'd be better than me so I know, you're but great I, uh, but I can't just live off one friendly against Dundee <laughs> <laughs> every time we come on and she said he'd done, done well two weeks ago uh, 
That game's put to bed. I need to do yeah. it? Yeah. It's the next one. It's the next game. It's the next game, Craig. Exactly. You don't want to live in the past, as yep. as you've you've said oh, before. You can't. Isn't you it can't. funny, Craig, how it changes? And you've got Barry Ferguson, one of the great Rangers players, mm. and we're talking about Mikel Arteta, and he's up against Liverpool, and he's yes. won two trophies now. Yep. And I said to Barry last week, you know, and he's at to Celtic, Celtic Hearts, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we all think, you know, the world of the guy. But how does he feel? There's Mikel Arteta mm. is managing Arsenal, yep. and and he's at Celtic Hearts. Well, look, it's about it's about the opportunities that you you get along the way. I mean, Mikel Arteta uh, found himself. Um, you know, with that Spanish connection under Pep Guardiola, yeah. getting a wonderful yeah. education, and then all of a sudden, different doors open. Look, I've also had the conversation with Barry as well. I mean, I know he really loves the job that he's doing, and he at, loves at, it. And I'm not, he exactly. loves this is what it. he wants to do just now. But yeah. I've kind of said to him as well, like, isn't there something in you that wants to go a little bit, a little bit bigger at some stage? Yeah. Uh, but what I can say is he's loving his job at Kilty, so fair play to him. But I like that as well. Mm. I mean, how many guys that had played the status of Barry Ferguson would go and manage, and that that says a lot about him as a guy. Uh, and I know the guys at Kelly and they speak Michael Tudson actually messaged me after Barry came on the podcast and said that how, how much the players really enjoy enjoy working with him so he's there and do you know what I might I might not turn around you know this could be a good apprenticeship for Barry yeah. There's been plenty that have started at the bottom and worked their way up, so he's got he's got loads of time. You just called Kelty the bottom. But the thing is, what is the, the, there's no perfect way to, yeah, to do it. To, to do it, you know what what might be a good way for you is, yeah, is different for me. Course. You know, yeah. it's different for Barry. So look, as long as people find their way and get to the level that they're happy with and um, are enjoying it, and as an, you said. which is the most important thing. Uh, because managers don't really enjoy games of football because they've they've won or lost a game and they're already thinking about the next one and you know sometimes you don't really take the time out to enjoy a really good Mm -hmm. moment in football and I keep saying to people enjoy it because you can't go back and, and relive it that's right yeah, yeah, and that's a tribute to Barry. You know that. I said to him in the program last week because I was thinking and you know, how he feels about it. But he's got purpose. When he comes in, you see the presence of the guy, yeah, yeah. and uh, we're loving his contribution. And we're lucky to have him here in Glasgow Zone because we're building something here as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, and we've got a purpose. That's fantastic. And that's everything in life, isn't it? Yeah, having a great team. We yeah. touched on it. You know, so, you know, you said yeah. Kenny Dalglish, the great yeah. man, saying it's it's not about it's not about one person. It's about a team. And if you have a strong team. And everybody knows their strengths and weaknesses. You can go on to great things. But Go Radio is mostly about me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly about Rob. That's why he's at the front of the picture. I know. What's that? Front in the middle. He's the biggest. Yeah. Biggest <laughs> name. That's why we're on the, the end because we're the shorties. <laughs> no, I, I've worked with Rob for years and the three of us had a great night out last night. Just me, him and his ego. <laughs> <laughs> he's back on here soon. You'll love that one. Um, Craig Moore, you're not getting off the hook. We're going to find out some of the best players you've ever played with and against mm-hmm. and managers that's coming next The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go. 24 hours ago with Celtic winning in Sarajevo an hour or two later Rangers winning at Ibrox so they're through to the group which has Benfica Standard Liège and Lech Poznan after the victory over Galatasaray and uh, for Celtic it's AC Milan Sparta Prague and Lille that's, that is a strong group. We said it earlier on. Sai, what, what are you thinking? Uh, Lille, for example. Yeah. yeah. Well, Lille, I, I don't think Lille had a great season last year, but right. what they have done is spent a lot of money since yeah. then. I think they're second in the French League, above PSG, uh, playing well. Uh, obviously, they wanted Morelos, but I think they got another striker in for even more money than they were linked to him. So, it'll be a tough game. But as I've said before, I think Neil Lennon and Celtic will relish these games. You know, I don't think they like playing against teams lesser teams yeah. with 11 men behind the ball. What will happen, these teams will come out and try and play against them. And I think Celtic have got the players to hurt these teams. I really do. So, I fancy Celtic and Rangers to both get through the groups. Craig? Yeah, no, I, 
I agree. I, I do feel that, uh, that you know, Celtic on paper looks it looks a, a tougher group. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, look, Lille. You, you touched on Lille. There, the, the French teams. They're they're, they're decent. They're yeah. producing some really good players, and certainly have the ability in, in the attacking positions to really expose players. Mm-hmm. Uh, good individual ability, but great game. Uh, Milan, not the Milan that we know uh, of of. of uh, past years yeah. seven times winners of the European of the, the Champions yeah, League yeah. yeah but they're, they're certainly not at that no, level sure. um, yeah. but so, but it'll be a fantastic match big yeah. big Zlatan uh, he'll yeah. be the best and, and, <laughs> and as long as Celtic win that game they won't care uh, <laughs> uh, and Sparta Prague who yeah. don't have a great record yeah. in recent years I think three or four years they've actually not won a match in, in, in the Europa mm. stages I'm, I'm I'm not 100% sure on that uh, but a good, like a good group and yeah. Celtic will have that that opportunity to to play a style of football against teams that won't have those deep blocks, those deep line blocks, mm. just trying to prevent you from dictating and scoring goals and that sort of stuff. What they they get domestically, so yeah. look, that that should be exciting. I think they're they're both great groups, and and hopefully two of the Scottish teams go through. Even when you think uh, uh, AC Milan, I mean, they got through on penalties against Rio Ave yeah, last night, you yeah. know, and that tells you a lot. You've got a thirty nine year old striker who's scoring all their goals. You know, if Big Duffy can. Give him a slap then. I think <laughs> I think uh, I think Celtic will be fine. I do I do I don't yeah. you know, I, I look back at Celtic teams with Gary Caldwell and Scott McDonald beating AC Milan with Pirlo and Kaka, you know yeah. if they guys can beat them, Celtic players can go and beat this Milan team, definitely. Okay. Cy Ferry is there with Craig Moore, the former Rangers and Australia star. Ali Defoy, Paul Cooney here, and John's on the line now from Blackwoods in Lanarkshire. Hi John, good evening. Evening, Paul, evening, Pano, how are you all? Good, good thanks. Good. Yeah, yourself? What's your what's your question or point tonight? Yeah, well, well tonight, um, it's, with regards to the obviously the Challenge Cup's been cancelled, which I think unfortunately um, is probably the right decision. There was no way of fitting it in, but my worry is that is this season going to be fully completed? Because I think the SPFL were optimistic at the start of the season, um, looking for a thirty-eight game um, Premiership calendar, mm-hmm. um, and with all the things that's going on with Kilmarnock and the, the no crowd situation. You know, we could potentially go in lockdown in a few weeks. Who knows? Um, just wanted to know if uh, you guys echoed. And the other thing, the Betfred Cup, that should that for me should have been knockout only this season. I know there's mm. the Premier Sports contracts to think about and all that, but that could have been negotiated and I don't know if it's been done. Yeah, no, I agree 100% with the League Cup with the knockout. I think Marcel and Barry said that. Even if he just left the SPL clubs to the, to the later rounds and said to the, the, to the lower league clubs, go and use play each other, in maybe six or seven weeks the, the SPL teams could come in it. I definitely agree, John. Um I think the season will finish. I'm optimistic. Are you? I, yeah, I do good. I do I think it will. Uh, um you know, I think we'll get crowds back in. I think as we've said before, we can get five hundred fans in our stadium as a fifteen hundred seater stadium, so we could accommodate five hundred fans. It's just whether the government will, will allow us to do it. You know, we've got things ready to go that if if we are given the green light we we can accommodate 500 fans I'm sure most SPFL clubs will have that as well you know they're well run yeah. uh, and it's just we're just waiting for that, that go ahead for the government to do it Well John look at the experiment at Aberdeen and at Ross County and that seemed yeah. to go really well in fact the results would be in There's around now but there, back there, about there, it. there isn't yeah good point Ali John do you agree? Yeah, yeah definitely I mean obviously being an Aberdeen fan and looking at um, that, that game against Kilmarnock a few weeks ago as far as I'm aware there's no positive cases that have come out from that game so it's been pro and the same with Ross County. And then it's just a shame that it's just been knocked back um, straight away. Um, there seems to be some messages, but I don't want to get um, into, into all that. I mean, yeah. what, what I think is frustrating is I, I read something today which I found utterly bizarre. Chelsea versus Crystal Palace is on in the View Cinema in Glasgow, but you can't go to watch yeah. um, a local game at Pollock, I think. Is it? Like that, I need to be at it. Well, so you can go to the cinema and watch the game, socially really? distanced. 
But it's the same again with the pubs, isn't it? it? You can go to the pub and yeah. watch the game. There, yeah. There'll be hundreds of people yeah. in the pub. And then I think no the, sound. And I, I, I meant to say this at the time. The Queen's Park guy, Jerry Crawley, that came on, uh-huh. he was worried about the transport to the games and people. But it's the same as pubs. People will be getting going to the pubs the same, mm-hmm. on the same sort of transport. So why and is all it leaving wh- at the same, same time? time. Now. So yeah. why is a football stadium any different? Yeah, yeah. No, it's, a, I, I it's a tough one. I don't, John. I don't know domestically what what. Uh, uh, completely up to speed with what's happening but I guess uh, the issue for a lot of us is just the inconsistency I, yeah. I guess and, and uh, you know yeah. the, the, the situations where as you touch on we can all go into uh, yeah. to a pub sure. and watch it what's happening with social distancing there but we can't get 100 300 500 people at a, at a football match it it, like I said, I think because there's so many different rules and we're very unclear, yeah. that's the frustrating part, isn't it? The problem is so many people, are, the younger ones, uh, don't want to generalise, and I just did. So, <laughs> you know, I heard last Saturday night I was in Glasgow and then 10 o'clock, everyone had to be out everywhere. Yeah. And I hear that on the trains, it was really busy and a lot of people were going to house parties. Whereas, I mean, most, was it? Yeah, most restaurants and pubs and things are well sorted you know the sanitised people are distancing um, listen it's really really difficult it's an outside sport people outside should be safe if we can get the numbers right I think the Aberdeen yeah. the Ross County experiment worked and I hope in the coming weeks that we keep the heat we do the right thing and we start to allow fans back and they're wearing masks the yeah, fans exactly. will be wearing masks yeah. outside wash your hands hot water yeah. soap and honestly and do the right things John listen final question for you can you come third this year? You're an Aberdeen fan. Are you going to be third? I, I predicted third at the start of the season. I'm still fairly confident. Um, apart from the Rangers and Motherwell results, um, my results this season in the league have been pretty good. Um, sorry, Ali, but I think we've got, um, we're going to win tonight. Um, don't apologise. Don't be sorry. I think you're right, John, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, I, yeah, and I think you, um, St. Man losing McGuinness um, is going to is going to really hurt them. I, I fear for St. Man now, but just need to see. But I think we'll win tonight too. Now, who's your standout player so far this season? We've talked a lot about a few of Ross, them. Ross McCrory. Yeah. Ross yeah. McCrory <laughs> What's he brought to Aberdeen, John, that they never had? A bit more composure in, into the midfield. Um, right. You know, he just does this, the simple things. He's actually added more to his game by getting in the box and scoring, like he showed against Kilmarnock, and um, he's. He's just got a great awareness um, on that pitch. It does. He needs to play there though, because when we moved him back to centre back um, against Motherwell, it didn't work. We lost something in the midfield. Because yeah. no offence to Ojo, but he's not the same um, calibre of player. Um, I think McSorry is one of the signs of the season, without doubt, and um, he's certainly making his tick. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think he's a centre midfielder. And I've watched him play centre back and right back, and for me, he's not as effective as he is in the middle of the pitch. You know, he's one of the rare players, I think Alan Campbell's similar in the league, that he actually wants to tackle people. Mm-hmm. Again, as Craig's yeah. saying about defenders, midfielders now. Mm-hmm. I mean, what midfielders yeah. do you know that actually want yeah. to go and tackle people? Yeah. It's a massive part yeah. of the game, and, and Ross McCrory does that very yeah. well, and I think him and Lewis Ferguson really complement each other really well. All right. John, yeah. thanks very much yeah. for calling. Yep. Thanks, John. You're welcome. Cheers. Cheers, Thanks John. Cheers, John. The... Uh, I hope you have a great night, but not too great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling the Go Radio. Phone in. Craig Moore is on with Cy Ferry, Ali and Paul as well. Right, Craig, yes, we can't dodge it anymore. Let's get one of these in. Which one will we go for? Who are the best players that you played against in your career? That I've played against? Um, oh, look, I've been fortunate to play against a, a few a few handy players. The ones that stand out for me. 
uh, Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo when he was at Manchester United. Wow. Oh. Um, <laughs> wow. I, I was at Newcastle United and I'll tell you what, I could get nowhere near him. Nowhere near yeah. him. Uh, he and was what age was he then at United? He was what, maybe 19 or something? Oh, yeah. no. I, I don't 19? think he was, I don't think he was young as that, but yeah. he was yeah. He was in full flow. He yeah. was flying. Um, awesome. He was on form. Oh, he was yeah. on form. Uh, Van Nisselrooy was another great player and it's probably more because of the, the, the tussles that I had when uh, we Champions League PSV when he was there before he got his move to, yeah. to Manchester United but when you go on and see what he he done after that you go yeah. wow Was he tough? Okay. Uh, he, Did he, he give you a bit for a no, second? He, 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 there's a bit of banter always during the game and that, you know. He tried to he tried to get into your ear, he tried to, to, to get you off your stride and all that Love sort of that. stuff. I remember away from home, we were one nil up and two minutes two minutes to go and I've got the ball and and I've just played it in the corner. You're trying to manage the game out. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's kind of giving me that one. He says, oh, yeah, good footballer you are. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, go, I go, mate, I forget. What's the score again? Yeah. <laughs> right, so Cristiano Ronaldo. Van Nistelrooy. Ruud van Nistelrooy. Yeah, and another else? one come up yeah. um, because it was a massive learning for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Overmars. Oh, Mark wow. Overmars when, when yeah, he was, was at... Quick. <clears throat> Excuse me. When he was yeah. at uh, Ajax and they, 90, 95, that that season, he was quick. He was rapid. I could again another player that I just couldn't get near. I come off the game. Charlie Miller. <laughs> he was laughing. He's like, "Oz, you look like you look like a ghost, mate. You look like you didn't know what happened." <laughs> I was just. What, it was what an experience. Um, but he was again. He was right at the top of his game at that time. I think Overmars. Yeah. What about Larson? With you been up there? Yeah, Larson. Look, Larson. I, I I thought he was a fantastic player. One of the one of the best strikers. Um, you know, and because you had those regular contests yeah. on, on a on a week to week basis, or maybe not with the old firm matches, but Larson was great because even when you think you, you you were doing a great job against him, he might have taken a touch that maybe wasn't planned or it's gone somewhere else. But he had the ability to to, to adapt quickly yeah. um, and and make things happen. I remember he scored a goal against us where his touch was meant to come across this way, ended up. Going to his left foot, turned, swiveled, and, and hit it, uh, and scored. And I'm like, what, what am I meant to to do yeah, there? Yeah. Uh, and the great thing about Larson, and I've loved my time at Scotland. And the great thing about Larson is not only did he score goals for Celtic and in Scotland, everywhere he went, um, he scored goals at the highest, highest level. And that's back to what we were talking mm. about. We don't talk up Scottish football yeah. enough. Yeah. Look what he did at Barcelona, and oh, you know you never he won get them that. Champions the champions exactly yeah. the final. Uh, against Arsenal and they were a goal down and on he came and he yeah. had the two assists yeah. so you just on the Celtic and Rangers yeah. stuff here's a question for you so it's on Twitter are you ready for it right so Cyferi has a question for Craig Moore ask Craig Moore what happened with him and Big Bobo in the tunnel at half time at Celtic Park <gasps> oh. hey, so, so this is a yeah. good because that did come out come up recently didn't it yeah. ne- Neely McCann come out uh, and, and said something and I, and I, I text Neely and I says, mate what are you doing mate you, you're destroying my reputation <laughs> Look, big big bother at the time used to used to like and come and ruffle feathers in yeah. in, in the in the tunnel. tunnels you know that was kind of Bobo's going to get that, that was like local <laughs> local knowledge back yeah. then and I think just before the end of the half it was a free kick uh, for us and I've kind of just walked across the front of their defence and stood on the big man's toes and kind of nudged into him right <laughs> wow just to to stir a little bit um, but half time's gone and we've gone up we've gone up to the tunnel and I didn't sprint up the tunnel like it was said and I think. Teddy got the the stadium wrong. It was actually it was at it was at Parkhead. It wasn't at Ibrox, right? Right. And I'm walking. I love I'm, the way you say Ibrox. No, Ibrox. Ibrox. So I'm walking, <laughs> walk, walking up the tunnel, and I get this 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 slap on the back of the the, the neck, right? And I've kind of turned around, and we know the size of Big Bob, and I'm thinking, well. Probably in trouble here unless I kind of throw a punch first or whatever. <laughs> but luckily, it didn't even get to any of that. Big Rab, Rab Douglas, remember Big Rab? Oh, yeah, of course. He, yeah. He's got me in a in a in a headlock coming out 
Um, and you can, I think there was vision of the game coming through and the cameras will see yeah. Big Grab got me in a head. <laughs> so nothing happened. I tried to poke the bear a little bit, like have a little, yeah. Yeah, yeah. to wind him up a bit. And if anything went off in that tunnel, he would have destroyed me, of yeah. course he would have. But, <laughs> see, I was a young lad with that Celtic team and when yeah. we used to work the games, so match day you would like clean the boots, give them their boots if they needed anything. And see, at half time as young lads, we would always run to the tunnel. Because that team were notorious for so you'd stand and watch them having square yeah, goals in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. It was brilliant. Well, the two yeah. teams, yeah, well, that team for whoever they were playing yeah. would usually uh-huh. be fighting yeah. in the yeah. tunnel. But what I will yeah. say is, Teddy's come out. Nearly's come out with a great story, right? And where was he? And not that it kicked off, but I go, but nearly, where were you, mate? Hiding <laughs> 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 in his locker, wasn't he? Tricky wee winger, nowhere to be seen, <laughs> no, was he? I'd be yeah. the same, hundred uh, percent. <laughs> Bobo Baldi and Craig Moore. So there's the inside, great one there. Amazing. So what is it next? Is it players? What? Who he's played with? So that, yeah, so your, your three best against you went uh, Mark Overmars, Van Nistelrooy, and Ronaldo Cristiano. So next we'll go, yeah, the ones you played alongside, but we're going to do that in just a moment or two. The headlines tonight, because we'll preview the matches that are on. One game that's off, Kilmarnock is because of COVID. It's the victim of uh, six, at least six of the Kilmarnock players are out because of that. We've got Aberdeen playing St Mirren, Dundee United, Levy, and Hibs against Hamilton Ackies. The Challenge Cup isn't happening. That's one of the other headlines. Three days, four hours and uh, 20 minutes until the deadline closes. And on Monday, we'll bring you right up to date here on the Go Radio Football Show. Barry Ferguson will be joining Sai in the studio along with Rob. So there's so much to look forward to this weekend. And on Sunday, St. Johnson against Celtic and Rangers against Ross County. So, Craig Moore's greatest ever team, the players you played alongside. And also we're going to hear from some of the matches tonight. That's coming next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go, go, go. Paul Cooney and the gang. It's the last uh, 10 minutes or so of the programme, and we had a great story there about Bobo Baldi up against Craig Moore in the tunnel <laughs> at Celtic Park. And what Mismatch. really happened? Yeah. You weren't running. Yeah. Yeah. See, see Bobo I, did, I didn't run up the tunnel, though. No. Uh, like I said, yeah, there's oh. a. There's, the story that, that Terry came out with was like this. There's a few yeah. holes in the story, but what is clear is if Craig Moore and Boba Baldi had to, to have a square go, I, I think I'm coming off second best. Big <laughs> <laughs> Boba, when I was a reserve player, say, like, he fell out with Gordon Strachan and he got sent down to train with the reserves. And uh, the centre forwards in the reserves would dread training every day because he would boot them up and down training. Who were they? Who he was the biggest striker. Yeah. We had uh, Mikey McGlinchey who I met yeah, they played yeah, in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Mikey used to say to me, I'm dreading training today. All Bobo does is just boot me. Even when, like, And that's him playing for the reserves so I could only imagine what he was like in a, in a first team game. But he was some size, wasn't he? Yeah. He size, man. Oh no, he, he, was, he was a unit but like I said, there was a part of his game that you, you knew that if you could get him thinking about something else that, yeah. that potentially, um, you know, his, his concentration would go and potentially get a sending off or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's part of the game. You know what it's like. You, you, you try your best to kind of get the best outcome for you in a game of football. But I, that's when I love Celtic and Rangers games, because eh? yeah. they, they, they two teams, it was so, it was like a proper rivalry there, yeah. wasn't there? There was always something passion. happening. Uh, passion and big men that would... The tunnel was fantastic, oh, right? Because when I was doing the TV stuff for STV, the Scott Sport, in the tunnel was amazing, oh, you know? Yeah. It was just what would go on beforehand. I always remember, yeah, there were so many things. But that's for another night, because I'll tell you, we're running out of time, and we want to hear from Stephen Gerrard, because they go back to Ibrox on Sunday to play Ross County as league leaders. I think we just focus on the next challenge, which is Ross County. On the back of a big European night, we've had to give a lot last night. We've had to leave a lot on the pitch. So the important thing now is trying to recover and get the players in the right frame of mind. A mental point of view, but also from a physical point of view, we want to try and take maximum points. We want to try and do it playing with our style. We want to try and get a breakthrough as early as we can and try and take the three points. 
you know, the league's the league. Yeah, we want to stay at the top for as long as we can, but you know, no one will be getting carried away, uh, however the table looks after the, after the game on Sunday. And I guess, Rob McLean, that's the, the question being asked of Stephen Jarrett. It was back to the, the league business. That will be on Sunday. St. Johnson playing Celtic. And tonight, actually, Aberdeen against St. Mirren, Rob. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Paul Aberdeen looking to pick up where they left off in Dingwall on Sunday. Um, I was at that game, saw them in action. It was 3-0 going on 6-0. Uh, sparkling stuff from them. I think the reality is that Aberdeen are going to be supporting players in the course of the season. Uh, how far will they be behind Celtic and Rangers by Christmas? Probably be quite a, quite a difference. They would be leading the way for me at the moment, I think, for third place. Um, and if they can produce what they did on Sunday uh, against Ross County, um, then you would imagine they're going to get another few points on the board against St Mirren tonight going into the international break. And the other matches, Rob, we're going to ask the guys. So we'll get Dundee United, Levy, who do you fancy the, tonight? I quite fancy a draw in that one because um, I think uh, Livingston are beginning to put some results together. I think they're awkward opponents, great spirit about the team. Um, Dundee United, of course, have got Lauren Shankland looking to keep his scoring run going. But I'm, I'm going for a, a draw in that one. I'm not sure if you were asking for a prediction. But I'm I was. It to you anyway. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> a last sigh on that one. Side Dundee United, Livingston. I'm going to go Dundee United. Yeah, yeah. yeah I really like Dundee United. Um, as, as Rob said I think Shantling could be the difference one thing I will say is what a signing Livingston have made in J. Emmanuel yeah. Thomas played against him down south and see on his day what a player what's he like Arsenal Academy yeah. Yeah. Arsenal yeah. honestly yeah. honestly, one of the best players I played against in the Bristol City he was a big strong quick left footer can score goals he's went, he's went I don't know where he's been for the last couple of years I think he's one of these boys that he can be hit or miss but I'm telling you when he's on his game Livingston have got a right good player and what they need a centre forward that can hold the ball up so it should be a good game I take it you had him in your pocket though yeah no uh, Robbie yeah. absolutely terrorised me that's why <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here's one of the reasons I'm sitting here <laughs> and what about your friend Lauren Shankland do you expect him to be on the score sheet it was good for him to get a goal or two last week yeah, yeah. well I've heard that I, I, I've heard this is for a fact but the guy that, that told us does talk a bit of rubbish but I, I know there is teams in the championship that are, are oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know Sheffield Wednesday were wanting him and they, I think they went with Callum Patterson due to uh, the price um, I think Middlesbrough are interested in Shankland as well so it'll be a big week or three days as you said for Dundee United to try and keep hold of Shankland because he could be the difference between staying in the league and, and no I've just remembered he sponsored you in the kilt walk the other He's week us money. yeah because you put in £100 someone yes. else put in 100 so that's 200 you've raised for the Beats and Cancer Charity Tom Hunter's doubled that's so a Tom to uh, £400 wow so are you just checking there with Lauren Shankland if we can get the money in we've got until Monday. Maybe he's waiting for a potential transfer to happen. Yeah. Eh, Franklin. But yeah. he's no skin. There has been there has been a lot of talk down south. Uh, that, that that is genuine. Yeah, um, yeah. He's, he is a goal scorer. He's probably got a little bit more to his game than than, than just the goals. He, yeah. You know, he can assist as as well. He's yeah, quite, he's link link up plays decent. Yeah, he's quite uh-huh. quite an intelligent player. So yeah. and Steve Clark's just selected him again so yeah, indeed and a big shout to the boy Chalmers at Dundee United who has uh-huh. been sensational yeah. in the last two mm. games yeah. him and Bolton down the right are very good that's why I fancy Dundee United tonight okay. didn't Danny, uh, Danny Mullen go there as well St Mirren he's uh, Dundee Danny Mullen yep. Dundee. Yeah. Dundee and Rob Hibbs against Hamilton Ackies yeah Hibbs against Hamilton Ackies Hibbs looking to bounce back uh, in a sense bounce back because the result wasn't great against Celtic last weekend it was emphatic in the end for Neil Lennon and this team but actually Hibbs had a fair bit of that game first half and they would rue the fact that they didn't take uh, one of the, the chances that they had against a Celtic defence, which still shows a bit of vulnerability. So I would imagine uh, Hibbs will respond to what happened there. Uh, and I think uh, they're a stick on for all three points tonight. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. 
No, no. I think uh, Nisbet and Deutsch They'll be up against Two young centre backs And these are experienced Good players And I fully expect Hibs to be comfortable tonight mm-hmm. And Rob for Sunday um, As you were probably At the top Do you think Celtic At St Johnson Rangers against Ross County Yeah St Johnson Are having a really bad time Aren't they They can't score a goal To save their lives um, Apart from against St Mirren but I mean, you, you, you do get the feeling, though, against St. Johnson at the moment, that if you can score one goal, they're, they're not going to come back at you. Celtic might do even more than that. Yeah. Uh, Rangers at home to Ross County. Uh, again, County were, for all the Aberdeen were really good on Sunday, Ross County were pretty poor. Uh, but I think the, the top two are, are flying at the moment. Celtic have got a lot of improvement to find, I think. Rangers are already at a really good level. And I, I think both are going to win. And the, the, that gap is going to grow. It's going to be a, it's going to be a two-horse race, but it's going to be a fascinating one. And we'll hear you on uh, goal on Monday night, five till midnight. We'll do the uh, <laughs> the transfer deadline, Rob. That's very good of you. Not at all. Is that VAT included? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> We're on five till seven. Rob, thanks very much. Enjoy yes, the Rob. match tonight. He's Have on the telly one, doing Aberdeen against Saint Mirren. Thanks for that. Right, Craig Moore. We've only got five or six minutes left. Mm-hmm. So, Craig, what? your uh, coaches then flown who, by, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you mentioned them earlier on, but coaches. Some of the, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I'll start off with the international ones because yeah. I was quite lucky. You know, I had uh, Terry Venables, who technically was an amazing coach yeah, yeah. when he was. Wanting to, to, to get in there and actually coach, he, he unbelievable. Mm. Uh, had Gus Hitting for the 2006 wow. yeah. World Cup. Wow. Um, very ruthless, very ruthless he? manager. Uh-huh. He, he loved his 14, 15 players, but if you were 16, 17 and, uh, and beyond. And what do you mean, just wouldn't have talked to you? <laughs> oh, mate, he just didn't give you. He was just brutal. He was, you know, I was lucky enough I was playing lots of yeah. stuff, but if you're a fringe player and, and you weren't that important to him, there wasn't a lot of engagement. Was he wow. a superstar manager? He thought because uh, he's such a big name, and he, he knew did. it. Yeah, he did. He liked yeah. he liked a cigar. He liked a glass of red wine. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Friday but night. Then, but then my my, my time here was also yeah. was you know very very lucky. I mean, I started my football under under Walter Smith, um, who was a fantastic man and also a manager domestically. I thought he knew the game inside out. He was fantastic. Gave me a, a wonderful opportunity. Um, so a lot of respect for Walter Smith. Uh, I then moved on to uh, had Dick Avocat, who was a great manager, and I probably enjoyed my best football as a central defender under Dick Avocat. So Why was that? Because he wanted to play a bit more? Oh, no, it wasn't because he played me as a central defender. Just in my early years at Rangers, I was up against top, top quality. You know, your, your Richard Goffs, your, your, your John Browns, your Alan McLarens, your Gordon Petrus coming, your Jock and Bjorklands, like Basil Borley coming. I was <laughs> Dave yeah. McPherson. The yeah, list went yeah. on, mate. I was a young boy. Uh, and... Walter, to be fair, seen something that he liked. Um, maybe I didn't like it at the time, getting right fullback and mm-hmm. and for a, a period of time taking dogs abuse because yeah. I didn't do that well, which wasn't great. It wasn't but, your natural position. No, it wasn't. No. But look, I mean, yeah. that, that happens. And, and, yeah. and sort of like to be a success at those big clubs, you've got to have thick skin. You know, yeah. Coisey yeah. told me that from day one. Uh, after that, you know, I had Alex McLeish, who was also a, a good manager. I had some, some good times under him. Um did I miss out one? The club got a lift at that point, didn't they? They'd such success for a time, then it'd gone off, and, and Alec McLeish had a, a great couple of years at Rangers. He was yeah. success- again like a player. The coach is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. When you come, you know, you come into Glasgow Rangers, yeah. <laughs> you got to win trophies, yeah. and he won them straight away. He did. Yeah. So, is there one though you would say if, if you had one to pick of all these amazing managers or coaches, who would be the one? I'm going to go Dick Avocat. Right, why? and, and yeah. the reason, yeah, good question. Why the reason is, is because um, 
I felt that that's when I become the player that I knew I could be. And I think that's when people seen the, the, the real Craig Moore playing as a central defender, playing uh, good, consistent football uh, and being able to hit the high levels in terms of Champions League stuff. So personally, they were the times I enjoyed. Um, obviously, there was a lot of trophies outside of that as well, yeah. but I didn't feel as a player. And there's an emptiness when you, you're, you're a part of a team that wins something, but you're not. A regular starting player. So was it I've confidence? been part of a team that doesn't win anything. Man. That's even worse. <laughs> was it the confidence, the confidence he brought you and the club? Because it was big time with Advocar coming in, wasn't oh, it? It was, yeah. it was massive. But I tell you what, he knew how to embarrass you as well. I had a, yeah. a game against Kilmarnock at the start of the season, made a mistake, and after 23 minutes, dragged, hooked. Wow. Off, off, yeah. off you come, son. Yeah. <laughs> how big Mate. was the mistake, though? Well, it led to a goal. Well. <laughs> Forget so, that. So, so <laughs> do you remember this, Craig, that uh, Michael Ball, he did something, they get sent off in an old firm game, uh, or he was yes. taken off, and Dick Avocab was raging with right him. I get the call on the Monday, because uh, Cash for Kids appealed, the yeah. charity, and they gave 15 grand or whatever. He was fined a week's wages, yeah. and they gave it to Cash for Kids for the children wow. in Glasgow in the West. Mate, the big story that after a, that, like yeah. I said, it's not nice getting taken off after 23 no. minutes, yeah? It made, not ideal. It, nah, not great. I mean, we had a European game, He's, he's called us in I forget we're in the hotel he's called us in he goes by the way if that's what you're going to give me that's not good enough and I'll be going out to sign another central defender Wow! and I turned around and says you go sign another central defender just to let you know it's going to be me that's playing and he goes that's what I wanted to hear so it was a wow. kind of test as well. That's gone for managers now. Eh? You would never get that with a manager yeah, now. No, I know. Instead, they wouldn't say a word to you. They would leave you. They'd just go and buy one and no tell you. But that's right, yeah. That's what you want for a manager, isn't it? Say so two minutes left. We need to ask him then. The, the three best, best players. players. Yeah. Best players. Three Craig best players that I've played with. Yeah. Look, two two stand out for me. And and to be fair, I'm saying best players I played with. I watched the majority of the time. Loudrup and <laughs> and, 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 Paul, and Paul Gascoigne. I mean, Loudrup was. Yeah. Everyone knew what he was capable of doing, the drag, and, and he probably was quicker with the ball than what he was without it. Uh, mm. He was he was just unbelievable. He was special. Yeah. Uh, and Gascoigne, um, for, for two years, I thought at Rangers, was out of this world. Um, you know, just, again, a, a football genius. Another player that I come up with, uh, it was at the back end of my career, but it was more the presence of the man and, and, and was able to deliver and deliver week in, week out, was Alan Shearer. Wow, yeah. what a player. Top Alan Premier Shearer. League scorer, wasn't he? Yeah. Top, wow. top. What was it about him then, but Alan Shearer, apart from the confidence? And That's the... just his aura. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it's just his aura. He is Newcastle. Um, he was Newcastle and... You, you had to work hard to earn his respect and for me that's what I like as well because it shouldn't come easy side no you're right you must have to earn people's respect and yeah. he was a top player would he bash you a bit in training so if you're up against him would it be proper would every training session be like a no we'd have a decent go but you know like Shearer was another one that liked to feel a player so when you put his hand on his on his back and then take a yard back because he couldn't feel it he would maybe look for you yeah. and, and then because he's doing that maybe his touch is not as good and a heavier touch and your midfield can can nick it. Can nick it. Yeah. So it's known against uh, about the again experience how you play against those type of players. Yeah. And say wow. of the three, who do you think he's going to go for? Because we're going to ask you the one: is it is it Gascoigne, <sighs> is it Loudrop, or Shearer? I think he's going to go Gascoigne. Gascoigne. That's what I think. Ali, what do you think, Gascoigne? I think I'm going to speed you up. Okay. <laughs> Shearer, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Who's it, Gaza? No, Gaza. I've got to go. Gaza. Gaza was a um, a genius. How was he with you? Because you were a younger lad, weren't you at the time? Yeah, no, he was fantastic. He was actually great with the younger kids. Harder goal. We know he had a lot of issues uh, and, and we, we wish yeah. him well and all that sort of stuff. Of but course. An absolute gem of a person. Harder gold. Brilliant. 
Craig Moore, it's thanks for joining us, isn't it? Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Ali, thanks so much. You're back. Pleasure. In fact, you're on tomorrow afternoon too. Oh, I am, Till yeah. six, the big one. And uh, Sal, I'll be listening. You, me, <laughs> Rob and Barry Ferguson back Monday at five. Cannot wait. Yeah. Thanks very much, everyone. <laughs> thanks for joining us. We'll see you Monday. See you then. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go.